everyone. Welcome to There Will Be Dungeons at therewillbedungeons.com, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast and televised thing. Not really. It's streamed on Twitch and you can watch it on YouTube where we play D&D and we do so with gusto because our DM uh, brings the heat and we have to respond to it. I'm Scott Johnson with Bo Schwartz, John Jagger, Kyle Ferguson and Christian Ashton and her unborn child as well. He's here as well. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's going to he be waves. here. He's, he's like, what, a month? We're like a month away or something, right? Like about a yeah, month? Yeah, yeah. It's going to be awesome, and so I can't help but bring it up now. Anyway, uh, what role will he play? You'll have to tune in to find out. Anyway, we're back at it. We missed a week because of uh, a trip, but we're back, and we're finally doing another show, and I'd like to start things out with a quick email from a listener. Today is no different. This comes from Jess, who wrote in and says this. Hello, TWBD. My husband and I have genuinely enjoyed listening to the exploits of Varel, Stanley, Nash, and Hope with Bo's amazing direction. He introduced me to the podcast while en route to a wedding this January, or I guess it was this last year, and it was, uh, we were instantly hooked. We have been since, or we have since laughed about your exploits, joked about ill-managed sleep pills, and bought uh, and happy, sorry, and bought and happily consumed the themed Phoenix Pearl Tea. He turned 31 on July 20th, and I think he would enjoy a shout-out from you, Scott, and you guys on the show. There are a lot of people with his first name in the world, so if you feel inclined to do the shout-out, and I will dance across my house in hysteria if you do, call him by his nerd name, Rojim. Rojim. Sounds like a character Bo would create in our little story, doesn't it, a little? His name is Ro- Rojim? Ro- uh, sorry. Yeah, row Jim. Like if you're going to say row the boat and Jim, like a guy named Jim. So there that there's that. Yeah, yeah like that makes sense. We're escaping a shark, but Jim stopped rowing, and you're like row Jim. Yeah, we row comma Jim. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She says at the end here, you are all amazing, entertaining, and intriguing. Thank you for being you and for producing this amazing bit of content. Our best, Jess. Well, happy huge happy birthday to row Jim, and uh, whatever your real name is, we would have been happy to say that as well, but. It wasn't included, but we hope you had a rad 20th. Or no, sorry. We hope the 20th was a rad birthday. Right. We don't, uh, It's 31. <laughs> we hope you had a great 31st on the 20th. That's what I meant to say. Uh, and we're sad Wait, that we... I thought he was born in 1931. <laughs> I, I doubt it. I think that's probably not true. But anyway, it was great to hear from you. And thank you, Jess, for pointing that out. And I hope you guys enjoyed hearing this on the show. All right. Uh, a quick note at the end of the show. Stick around because uh, we're going to be talking about the ways you can support this show. If you're interested now, go over to therewillbedungeons.com and check out our support system. More details later. The tradition stands that when uh, we get going here, we can't do it until Kristen sort of had her way with us and our history in recent episodes. So, Kristen, tell us what happened last time on There Will Be Dungeons. Last time on There Will Be Dungeons, Caravalon came closer. Their charm chariot chased toward their charge until it abruptly angled and ascended into an astral area, affronting them with an ancient, the soul of the slain dragon who had fallen a few days past. It perceived their power potential and demanded they destroy the demons. The girl was gathered to give Dolopopio a gainful guise, and the light from Caravalon confirmed a cruel conference they had to crash. His power was already peeping through partitions and planes. The precipitation in plants proved this and a vessel would vegetate the violation of this verge. The dragon dealt data before dropping them down to the door of Carvalon. It was the castle. On stone structures sat stationary sentries. 
After a drawn-out discussion of how to dart to the destination while dodging deadly diligence, it was decided they would dig. Nash moved mounds beneath morass until they met their mark. Walled in walked a worrisome watcher. They poked it with pernicious punches that birthed beasts. As more mindless monsters materialized from the maims, a fireball flew into the field and flash-fried them so they formed no more. Able to access the ancient room, they carefully crawled, happening upon a hallway that hid a lizard folk hip to the hums of the group's harrowing heist. Now rejoin our heroes as they venture into the vaults of Caravalon! Will they save Syrah from a sickening summoning? How will they wage war on a weirlord? And will our adventurers back that bull-headed birds catch the worm? Stay tuned for today's adventure in the wide world of The Wastes. Oh, why is it? Sorry. There we go. Perfectly awesome recap. Screwed up by my bad timing. Hey, Bo, it's your turn now. What are we doing? All right, we resume our adventure below Caravalon. Well, I'm going to impart a few details so that we get up to speed from two weeks ago because we didn't do a show last week. Uh, much to many of our listeners' chagrin. We apologize. Um, so the you are in the underground basement of Caravalon. It is uh, dark in here. There's no light illuminating, illuminating the area beneath the keep that you're in. You used uh, Nash's Molder spell to dig a hole beneath the castle, and you uncovered uh, some kind of a bone bastard. You, when, you, when you attacked it, the holes had opened up and skeletons had come out, you'd slain it. But during that encounter, uh, Nash had uh, let off a, an illusion that created an opera type sound of a guy going, Aah! and you know, of course, there were fireballs, and plenty of swings and stuff, things like that. So you're now in this area beneath Caravalon, black. It's damp. There's the thick layer of grease on everything, as though this place hasn't really been traversed by the living in a very long time. Last week, Hope had stealthed down the hallway to see what was down on the other end of the basement area, and she spied the outline of a lizard folk snout and the tip of a rifle leaning around the corner of an entranceway and then peeling back out of sight. For you are now hushed in a small room, planning what's next. Remind me, did we, um, we saw his snap? Like, we know there's a lizard there. Didn't he yell something at us, Bo? Nash, uh, not Nash, I said, Hope saw it. Yeah. And it did make the information available on Roll20. Uh, if you log in, you'll have a visual uh, sense of okay. the underground area you've explored and the areas you've not explored. This is why it's bad to leave for a weekend. The details are fuzzy. Sure. So you're in a castle basement, a dungeon, if you will, and um, you have explored some of it, and some of it you haven't, and the area you haven't, it is deathly quiet, but Hope saw that an assailant lies in wait. Potentially more. Now, if you remember from last week, Caravalon had several guards upon its ramparts, you had no idea as to the amount of forces inside, but you did know you were going to Caravalon to see the Zark clan. 
who were fingered as the uh, cause of the worming of Rezegval. We've seen only the shadow of a snout, though, right? We haven't confirmed <clears throat> that these lizard folk are of these dark colors. Um, because it was dark outside, you only saw the silhouettes and outlines of them. But you did get a good look uh, at the lizard folk when Ubveyex approached you uh, after slaying the Tyrannosaurus Rex. And, you know, he killed Follow, he killed Rorf, and kidnapped Syrah, the young invisible elf girl. And the lizard folk had approached at that time, and you did see their colors were green. There. Excellent. So we advance. So we need to make it down the hall. And I'll be whispering this to the group. We can set off our sound again, perhaps drawing them closer to us. So we may then kill them at our leisure. Or we can charge them. Which I think is a fabulous plan. When you say when, uh, them, how many is them? There could be dozens in there. Hundreds. Well, maybe 50. True. But we've faced such odds before. I mean, they've posted guards. There's no way we're going to just necessarily slip past them unless anybody has any tricks they think they can use. I think for Ell's strategy is sound. We're going to have to fight them. We might as well have what we can come to us, face the others on our own terms. Then I agree. Varel, lead the way. The charging or the calling? The damage blocking tank we need. <laughs> Uh, no, we, means which strategy? So here's what I was thinking, um, Bo, but I need to ask you a question. One of my okay. abilities, newer abilities, is... Uh, let me find it here. It's the one that I just used, and I just can't remember the name of it. Hold on, guys. Hold on one second. It was called... Hmm. It was called... Uh, the one where I put my voice... Called. I put the scary voice behind the dude. What was it? What is that it called? It was Minor, Minor Illusion. Minor Illusion. I could do one of those again. Which would act as both a way to draw them out and also maybe draw them where we want them to be inside of this place. Like maybe corner them or get them in a choke point or something. Um, so I guess I'm not... I should ask the group. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll say to... Um, I'll, I'll convey that information to, to Varel and ask if he thinks that's appropriate or not. It would perhaps call them down here. But they have been rather vigilant sentinels. And I believe that they would continue to hold their posts. I think charging would be the most direct way. But we did sneak in here. And it seems we've ru ruined our element of surprise. But if I put From last a... weekend, or two weekends ago, the way it had described it was that um, it looked as though the lizard folk was lying in wait. Oh, okay. Not, not passively guarding. We're talking about someone who's waiting to ambush. Um, then I would say... I would say Varel here, and I see where I'm pointing on the map. If I threw a, a sound or a voice or a, a decoy here, that would either that would prove one way or the other if they would come out of hiding and try to attack this place or fill in the hall. 
if they stay where they are, then it proves your point, and we've lost nothing by trying. I agree. I mean, if Hope's right and they're lying in wait with guns, the moment you step out, you're going to be drawn an awful lot of fire. It does present an opportunity, but uh, we don't know how many shots are going to be aimed at you. So I have to be, let's see, I'm just looking 30 feet away. I think the illusion is ranged. It is, but it's 30 feet, so I'd still have to be... That's would, six squares from your whatever position you choose to cast it from. Yep. So I would have to be... Let's see. I can't... The lines are hard to see with this dirt or with this cobblestone. Uh, let, me, uh, let me fix it for you. How about we do that? I can change the color of the grid. Okay. Oh, that's a... What's good for seeing? What color's good? Maybe uh, red. Red, sure. Oh, yeah, that's good. So if it was to be here, two, three, four, five, six. So I'd have to be here. That's okay. I can go up there, cast it, run back. We're not in turn order, so unless you say we are. Uh, no, we're not in turn order. All right. I will express that to Stanley to see if he has any other reason to poo-poo my idea. We also have the other hallway on the adjoining side. We could split up, be able to attack from two different positions, see who we can draw out. Have we confirmed the type of rifles they're wielding? It's just rifles. <laughs> Rifle types. Are they the clicky individual kind or the multi-shot in a row kind? <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a regular rifle. You haven't had a close examination of the rifles, so you're mm. unclear whether or not they're automatic, semi-auto. It'll do a lot of damage to you if you take a shot. Yes, but if we spook them, then they might fire, have to do the reloady clicky version, and we attack them during that time. Well, in that case, I like Stanley's cool to split up. Perhaps, Stanley, we could do a combination here. We go we go up here and cut over into this area you're talking about, which we can't see. And we cast the voice or the distraction closer to where they are, maybe here, which should draw them out and maybe even have them turn away from us and become vulnerable. And if they and if they do fire at nothing, and Varel's correct, then the manual reloading of their weapons would be a great opportunity for attack. <laughs> Suddenly, he's Nash is more tactical today than he's ever been in his life. I don't want to freak anyone at home out. He's normally not thinking about this kind of stuff. I don't know why he's like this today. He's just he's in a mood. I think it's warranted. The last time we fought guns, guns was running down the streets of Tiatkala, and that hurt like hell. And we yeah. barely made it to the pit that night. Yeah. It was four levels Guns ago. is tough, yeah. Focus fire. Also, when we popped out of the top of the mine, there were guns there too, so guns a big deal. Yeah. You'd think we would use them ourselves. Well, Hope does. We've got one smart person on the group. <laughs> um... All right, well, 
distract what we can, come at them from two sides, or are we going to try and see if we can pull any attention here? I mean, odds are their eyes are already here, so if we can lull anybody over, I think that's probably a win. If we don't, they're still going to be in wait, just like they are already. Can we move through the walls themselves? Maybe create doorways? Sneak up behind the one we know? Are they just stone? Which wall, sorry? Uh, any of them. Any of the walls in here? The walls are made of stone. Okay. I mean, we could... We could mold earth our way through any wall that we didn't want to have in our way, except I'm, uh, there'd be sound. Perhaps. We could also close off entries, create one hallway in, and pull, like we were saying, try and pull them in. Yeah, but if they don't follow, that creates just a bottleneck for us. Many years ago in the solar mines, there was a tale of a trickster who would take a blank wall and paint there what looked to be a passage or train tracks. And it appeared to the enemy that if he ran down toward that wall, he would continue down those tracks. We could, tr we could try some sort of trick like that. We watched a lot of cartoons in the... I like, in the I like this plan. I'm, the DM approves. I don't know if we have what it takes to make it, though. I don't know. That's up to you. But you certainly promised a lot, according to show. <laughs> a lot was promised in that statement, yes. Well, don't you guys have illusions? Don't you have illusions, um, uh, Stanley? So he could mold Earth the physical situation, and then you could put an illusion that makes it look real, that there's actually a wall, and then you could do this plan well my my illusion my, <laughs> my minor illusion I, I'm is not given that plan that spell my my minor illusion is that though i can create it doesn't have to be just be a sound it could be an image of an object how big how bi oh so you could make a door you could use mold earth to make a wall then you could make it look like there's a doorway where the wall is yeah oh yeah and I can oh, make it. You don't need Stanley. The image, yeah, no, the image he, could he, include. He can handle this plan all on his own. Right. right. Let me have a look. Let me just make sure we have what we need here, so there's no disappointments. And then with uh, nothing but can trips, as a matter of fact. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All can trips all the time. Just waiting for your your character. So the uh, I get the mold earth thing. Not a problem. We can do that. What's the other spell? So I can create a sound or image of an object. Excuse me, within range that lasts for the duration. The illusion also ends if you dismiss it as an action or cast the spell again. Uh, if right, I do so the, the sound... It has to be in a 5 by 5 foot square. I'd probably cheat a little bit, knowing that doorways are usually taller than 5 feet because creatures that are 6 or 7 feet walk oh, right. through doorways. Right. And there's no actual doorway. It's an opening, so it's probably 10 feet. Um, although I think you can use multiple, right? If you're an object's... It says here the image can create sound, light, smell, and any other sensory effect, physical interaction can't with the create. image. Uh, I'm sorry. Can't. Yeah, uh, I thought I said can't. Sorry. Digitation. Yeah. Uh, physical interaction with the image uh, reveals it to be an illusion. Um, uh, it says because things could pass through it, but in this case, they would hit this wall they thought was there or didn't know was there. Uh, yeah, I don't think you're going to be able to do a door with this one. I think there's a higher level spell that works with it. Um, I kind of want to let it happen, though. 
<laughs> I mean, who doesn't at this point? Give the DM. So it's a five foot by five foot radius, and a door is taller than that. Like for, I have to. I'd have to rule of cool it. Yeah, why not? You can do it. What if the door was just shorter? But wait, what do you what do you illusion exactly are you making? So remember, can't make sound, smell, light. So you're just making an illusion that there's a door, like there's an entrance. There. But there's a door, Cave. but also visually, if somebody gazed into the space that looks like the door, they would see. F- it looks like an opening. Yeah, and it would look like figures of us in there. So you're basically just making a flat surface with the painting of the door. Yeah, oh, it's a total road, road runner, road runner, coyote I mean, yeah, one. Okay, sure. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. All right, this is possible. Okay. Oh, sweet cool kick ass but don't, don't you know it's not setting a precedent your illusion is normally five feet by five feet by five feet well, I think I'm, to make a bigger illusion you need a greater version of the spell under normal circumstances why couldn't I do just the wall and then a smaller five foot door I could do that who cares if it's short it just okay. looks like it's I, uh, I just yeah, keep I, hearing I, Ian Malcolm in my head why, so why? Busy worrying about whether or not you could. You didn't stop to think if you should. <laughs> so, where are you doing this thing? Um, so, in that, in the case of um, us doing it, it'd be like right here. Uh, uh, it again. Okay. All right. So or wherever that, the wherever the corners end, I can't tell if that's where those would end or so, is it here. So there, there's there's two corners that are there, but the issue is if you do it that deep, assuming you've seen one assailant in there. They're going to see your ruse and immediately know that it's a fake door because they watched you construct it. Oh, they have... Li- <clears throat> Excuse me. They have line of sight of that currently? I'm saying if they do. it's The thing is, where you've seen the assailant mm-hmm. is there. Okay. So imagine, you know, like you see one enemy. Maybe there's more. Maybe there isn't. And you put a secret bomb in the middle of the floor. They all watch you do it. None of them's going to fall into the trap. Then I'm I'll- saying you're doing it in an area with a high likelihood that I have, a better, I have a better idea. I have a better idea. Can you tell me if... Um, uh, let me find this. Okay. Can we do this? Is this an opening here? Yeah, these are doorway openings. The small little rooms that lead into a major room. Hope was standing here. I'm just going to move your character, Hope. When she saw the lizard folk, which you can see marked further north right. on the map. And then she returned back down to this room. Because here's my, here's my rad idea. This is awesome. So right here, let's say right here, I create, well, maybe right, wait, hold on, I got the wrong damn tool. Yeah, right there we create the illusion. A wall and a hole. They don't see it constructed. Part of this is going to be somebody somewhere within earshot, maybe it's over here, has to say something that draws them out because we need them to go down this hall. So if they go down this hall... And they go to this wall. They think this is a door, and it's open, and they're going to go right through it, and they've heard us, and they kind of see visions of us in there. So they're going to go running down here. While they do that, we all creep up here, wait for the moment that they've all gone down that thing, come out here, ambush them. They're in a hole. They can't do shit. They'll have to eat whatever spell we throw in their face, whatever we want to do. And they're trying. Right, so to, now so, that you're, you're you're aware that they're lying in wait, you'll need a plan to bait them into running down there. Right. That's what you're. They won't just run down there. Right. So here's here's my thinking. There's no there's no doors on the side here, right? Yeah. So here's what I would do. Hold on, let me look at this. Han Solo it. <laughs> 
Hey down there. <laughs> you have a hand with this? Everything's fine. Thank you. How are you? Um, <laughs> I will suggest how fast can I mold earth and re- uh, unmold something and remold it? Like it's one action for a casting of mold earth. So, Six seconds. So what if here's the wall changing tools again. Here's the wall and right in front of it, right here, this side I make a yeah. passageway that's open so a character goes out here. I can do it even. And yell, oh no, freaking lizards, run back! Or whatever. I run yeah. down here. And then right here is a new hole. Or a hole that I have open already. I run through it. Oh, yeah. And I quickly mold earth that shut. So now that's shut. Everybody else is in here with me, ready to come on ambush. They come running down here. There is no door for them here because I've just shut it. All there is is this illusion here. So they run down the rest of the hallway and then up the stairs and back towards your direction? Well, in this case, they run down to the hall and hit a wall because it's not real. It's Uh, an illusion. And now they're going to be all freaking jammed up in here, between here and here, because they thought they could get through, but now they can't. And the guys back here, in theory, are going to be going, oh, damn it, it's a trick. And these guys coming in this part are going to be like, what? I can't hear uh, Lizard McGee. What's he saying? And then it's all hell breaks loose because we've gone up here, over here, and we're just laying waste to him inside of here. Bullets. You could close it off, too. Or even, yes, even better. You all don't I even like have to do shit. Idea. You, you want to close this off here? So they're all, no, no, no. They're all going to go inside of this hallway, and they're going to get stuck between here yeah. and here where the wall is. In fact, we'll even make the wall like right here. I should put the wall down here, even. Or, more. Sure. Exactly. Like, just enough to, yeah. to really throw them. And then yeah. and then Nash uh, will come up when this is done. Uh, he'll come up around here, and he will mold Earth right there and shut the wall off and seal them in there. No air, no nothing. They're screwed. Okay. So we don't even have to sit around and kill them. They'll just die in their freaking lizard hole. Okay. All right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Ask your teammates. It's pretty elaborate, but I think it holds water. Holds All right. Earth. So Nash lay, lays this out, but any feedback or problems? No, I think this is a perfect plan, and it's going to work perfectly. <laughs> well, the question is, who's the best bait? I think Varel might be, since the lizards like fighting their own. Sure. While I appreciate the vote of confidence, these are gunmen. Why would they break their positions? Because they need to have line of sight in order to shoot you. They think but they're going to shoot me when I walk out. Well, You don't have to stick your tail out. Or just the tip of your... <laughs> what do you have a tip of? Anything? A snoot. Yeah, or <laughs> something. Just like poke it out and go, Oh, there's too many of them. Retreat, retreat. Which they may not believe a lizard man would do. I don't know. You would ever retreat. So that could be a cultural problem. But Maybe you engage them, and then in mid-combat, 
you have a sign that you say, and then you enact the plan. So it's the first thing you're doing. Like, what if, what if, um, again, this is me as a player, not as a DM, but what if it just takes, you know, you're kind of planning this like it's the initial thing we're doing. Kyle's not wrong. People in protected gun positions won't break their gun <laughs> There's no reason to do that. And they can wait all day for you uh, without any pressure to get you as you're attacking their castle. They're not trying to invade you. So, but perhaps in the heat of combat, you know, think of it in Heroes of the Storm, you know, in the, someone might not get baited into overextending at the start of a combat, but you get somebody down to 200 health and all of a sudden they're five miles deep trying to secure that kill and you end up reversing it and killing them. So maybe you can come up with some catchphrases, like some, some lemon tree style code words to enact the plan in the middle of what you're doing, like a trap. Thoughts? Nobody's really excited about that. Oh, <laughs> John's I'm... face like didn't change at all. <laughs> he was like, mm. I think it's going to We awesome. just have to figure out a way to draw him in there. And so I understand the limitations, though. It's a good point about gun position. But also, it's one rifleman and one doorway that you've seen that we've seen but like if there's a bunch of dudes behind him they're not, they're worthless anyway is he just going to pot shot until we come out or I don't know maybe if somebody could use a spell to scout or something or some, you know I don't know you killed my scout she's dead <laughs> yeah because you guys have <laughs> You guys, I didn't, I didn't kill her. I think okay, Diane Tallis killed her, actually. Oh. Yeah, the, the party responsible isn't here. Okay. Um, but you have, scouting is an option. It's very powerful in D&D. Information, you know, just like in Heroes of the Storm and in League of Legends and Dota, wards are great. Um, some kind of warding or information might be invaluable to what plan serves you best uh, in this area. Well, I have none of those options. All right. Well, we have the hallway plan. Do we want to set it up on the off chance we need it and then proceed with the charging plan? That sounds good. If we are overwhelmed, we will retreat and use the hallway. All right. So it needs a bit of setup, though, if you're going to use the hallway. It's going to have to and be fast, done. too, because... You're not going to have enough turns to execute everything in the middle of the combat that you've talked about here. Well, I would do so the no I would do the false wall. I do the false wall and the new hole to get through it now. Right. So, so I've got to paint uh, these into the, the map here. That's why. Right, okay. right, right. So prep wise, you would be putting a wall there, right? Right. Right. And then you'd be putting an illusion there, and then That's you would be removing the wall here as they get out. Right, as narrow one as possible. Alright, so there's a wall there. Okay, so there's your illusion wall. Illusiary wall. Then you're going to drop this wall, right? Yep. Okay, so that one's gone. For now. Step back to make it easier for that to happen. There you go. The big trick here, too, is everybody's going to have to run through there, hop through that hole, and have me seal it before they see me do that. So we have to outrun them. And you've got to make an illusion. How long does the illusion last? 
One minute. Your so your illusion lasts for one minute. Right. All right. So the illusion you can't really put up until it's like time. Okay. I'll put it up as soon as I'll, I let's say I've done the 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 mold earth work. Now it just needs the illusion, and I'll do that last second before we charge. Okay. So that wall's down. That wall's up, and then you'll hold the illusion. Or I could even. Are there any other walls you want to close off? Let me think for a second. Yeah, because if we're no longer gonna, um, if we're no longer gonna use this sort of back way with the doors, we should probably shut off at least one of these so they can't get in. So like here, I guess. Whoops. Like here. I think we're gonna use that. I think we're gonna use that as where Varel pops out. Oh, are we? Think so. so the issue is that your old trap might just be circumvented completely if there's three different entrances to your direction. Yeah, there we'd have so to. That's why I'm saying we got to close that we off. Seal up this door. Yep, and I would say this oh. one too because now what we're going to do is we're going to go through here. He's going to go and then. Well, then we're we're sealed in. Right. Except, well, this will this will be a door still, or sorry, this will, or where or I'm sorry, where you guys are. This will be a door. So it's that'll be open, and we go out, we do our thing, we run back, we get through. I quickly shut the door behind everybody, put up a wall. Hopefully they don't see it, they enter, and now they're stuck in here. And we're over here. Because that is our door. That's our door in and out until I shut it. And if these are all open, that's bad because they can just come through or wrap their way around. I would seal that as well. Yeah, I can always remove one if we can trap ourselves in a room and then get out of it when we're sure it worked. <laughs> That's going to be great. <laughs> uh, all right, so we're what are we also are we closing off, uh, Nash? So, yeah, that. <clears throat> okay. Door right there. And then right the wall of stone. I think we need to talk before we seal this one off. We need to plan how we're going to come out of here. Because right now, if Rel comes out here, they're all going to just shoot him. And if he comes down here, they're going to just wait until they can shoot him again. We have to come out to make an engagement. Right, but why wouldn't we go just out here? Because that's a one single point that we're all filing out of. And if I'm here... Yeah. I have sight, the same sight Hope did on that guy, and I might be able to do something to prevent him from shooting. Yeah, that's, so that's a good at point. least one less bullet flying at Varel if there are multiple gunmen. Well, then on our way out of here, what if I shut this door on our way out? Meaning, as we leave, I'll put I'll put dirt here. Because then when we come back down, we go in this way, and then dirt goes here. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I'm I'm agreeing with John. He makes perfect sense what he's saying. I'm just saying we can't leave this all the way to this room open. If we if we're like, all right, ready, go, and everyone starts to leave this direction behind us, when I get through it, I should shut that off. Because our way back in is right here, and we don't want two ways in, or else they'll come in it.
Sounds like everyone's trusting your judgment. There's not a lot of input from the rest of the party on your plans. Well, I just thought of something, though. Decide what you're going to do. Because we kind of do have to come back through here, I just realized. Because once we're in here, I got to get out here and put a door here. Mm -hmm. A wall there, I mean. I forgot about that. So, John makes a good point. We can close this off at, like, this part, or this part, or this part at any time. Right. I just have to be able to get somewhere where I can seal this off at the end. To keep them all right, well, this is all going to fall apart once we start fighting. So I say we go with what we have. Let's try it out. <laughs> Chat room is very wary of, these, of anyone trusting Nash. Thanks, everybody. You guys are great. <laughs> All right. Should we try it? So it's time. I will go down the hall. I will address... And I'm whispering this, by the way. I will address the lizard folk. I will get them to chase me. And I shall retreat back through this very hole. Yes. Very good. And I'll jump out into the hallway. Okay. Perfect. All right. Um, Stanley, is that, is that where you guys are standing? Stanley and Nash? I mean... Um... You guys will have I'm... to make stealth rolls to be undetected in those areas. Well, we're behind wall. Oh, right. we will? I thought Hope was just up here. She made a stealth roll to be up there. Oh, okay. Um, well, first of all, I don't know if that's where Nash needs to be. We're in a weird room now. Um, yeah, I want to stealth up there because I want to be able to give Varel support which I can do if I have line of sight on the room. Okay, make so a stealth check. I will, I will be there. Scott, I think we're going to need you here if they do come down to be able to seal rooms off. So I think we need you in this room to be able to seal off either side and apply your illusion if we, if we decide to do that. Okay, that makes uh, sense. All right, I'm going to roll my stealth check. Bo told me to. <laughs> Uh, I told you to make a stealth check. Stealth check engage. That's ten. It's not great. Okay, well you made your check. Now continue yep. to move. There's no immediate result. So nothing to report. You've made your check. Alright, I'm continuing. I'm gonna walk till there is ten foot of wall left, so I'm just looking down the hallway. I can't see the rifleman right now. Yeah. Okay. And I will holler. This is Varel Rasphim Kurik, your fang. Your anuses are full of evil, and you have fallen from a position of pride among the clans. I am here to clean up your mess and destroy you. What say you, Zox? Face your fang. Okay, uh, I think that's not quite a performance check. It's an intimidation check, please. Okay. Yeah. You're using your royal authority to get people in line. Oh, you know it with a five. <laughs> <laughs> but they, the these are true facts. Today. They are true so these, facts. <laughs> these, these, and I've, it's noted in the roll, um, or in my, it's noted in the difficulty. Um, your voice echoes out through the hallway, and nothing comes back in response. Keep in mind, you do not have any dark vision, uh, so you can't see much in front of you apart from the outlines of walls and, and bricks that are close to you, uh, but you hear nothing in response. However, as you approach down the hall, 
there's a distinct quietness and stillness that is reflective of your people that you feel they're nearby. I'll light up my shield as a torch, basically, as I'm walking okay. here, because I'm exiting the area of Nash's light, mm-hmm. uh, and take another step forward and yell, Cowards! You have betrayed your ancestral home, betrayed your own weapons, and now use dirty human machines to hide in fear. Face okay. me. So you're walking to the room, then? No, no, no. I'm, I'm walking another five feet up with my uh, with my torch bear, so there'd, you know, there'd be some light kind of I see. Now there's a light coming out of the hallway and your voice bellowing out. Yes. Intimidation check, please. Eleven. Okay. There's, you get nothing back in response. So I can see that there's a hint of illumination now if I'm peeking around the corner, right? Yeah, you see illumination. Okay. If I peek around the corner, can I see the rifleman that Hope talked about? Uh, let me see if I can reveal a little bit more of the fire guy for you. Uh, so he's can... actually, that's where he was, but he's slipped behind the wall. So you can't, there's nothing to see. Okay, so I don't see angle. anything out there right now. Uh, yeah, but I'm going to reveal, you're in a sort of different side of the wall. I'm going to reveal a little more of the area. And you do see the snouts and uh, of two other individuals. Any sense of weaponry that they have rifles or anything like that? You see the tips of rifles and the snouts of lizard folk as they retract behind the walls. Okay. They're out of line of sight currently. Oh, they both are? Okay. Yeah, so you see them, but then they move out of sight. Like there's, you don't have line of sight on them. But you know that they're there. You made visual contact, is the way I'd put it with the enemy uh can i hold an action and say that as soon as i see either of these riflemen that i just saw pop back up i want to attack them with vicious mockery well you can let me know that's what you'd like to do but we're not in combat so you know, there's no need to hold already an action you okay can just, you can just tell me yeah. as soon as one becomes visible i attack it yeah vicious mockery and... as soon as i see one okay noted varel all right, I will take another step forward as I'm doing this slow walk, letting the you know letting the flames bounce and advance down the hall. Okay. And I continue okay. my. You take another step, and you're just you're not within visual contact about anything yet, so no one. You can't see anybody, and they can't see you. They can hear. I, you. I am shamed. You have betrayed me, and you have fallen. Your birther of bones is dead. Your master will soon be dead by my hand. Fight your anal invaders and be free of their hold. We can win together. I don't know where all the anus stuff's coming from. They had bugs all over their, uh, coming out their anuses. Oh, right, uh, right, right, right. Uh-huh, showered so up. That, that's where the worms are. Yep. Uh, there are worms. I didn't re- I. I thought they went in their ear most of the time, or their mouth. Not no, you, we, we, uh, what you, we, we, we made the man. Yeah. Yeah. Made oh, there was, there, there was, there was an anal shower incident. I remember yes. that. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. It was rather it, it wasn't, it wasn't a reproach. I just, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, I was just, okay. All right. Let's continue. It's great. Keep it up. Uh, inspiration for all that stuff. 
Take it. Take it. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> uh, no reaction? No reaction. Hmm. Most disappointing. I'll look back. Do I see anyone watching me perform this? Nope. Right. Visual contact with nobody. You're just now cresting the corner of the hallway. And if you take many more steps, you will then be out in the open in the room. Very well. You dare look upon my greatness without first bowing to your fang. And I'll advance another five. You advance another five, and as you do, uh, lizard folk from all corners of the room peer around the corner with large, metallic-looking rifles and open fire. Roll for initiative. Oh, my lord. It seems bad. It had to roll up on a book. Seven for Stanley. Seven for Stanley? Okay. Seven for Scott also. Same roll. Which, uh, you guys decide who goes first, please? Uh, probably Scott, with how involved he is with all these plans. Probably a better first choice. Okay. <laughs> kind of shade. Oh, I'll do it. I don't mind. Wasn't shade. It just he's very <laughs> no, it wasn't involved shade. I said it was kind, kind of shade. Kind of shade. <laughs> kind of shade. 18 for Varel. 18 for Varel. Fantastic. And 12 for Hope. 12 for Hope. Fantastic. Hope. I wrote 12 as your name. Um, okay, and then this guy. Hmm. That's a sound you love. Yeah, no. All right, so uh, let, me, let me reveal some Fog of War here as we begin combat. Uh, let's see. Reveal the air. So now you have a better visual range. Um, it's the same. Oh, there we go. Dude, uh, dude Varel. <laughs> dude Varel? <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! Oh, basically none is what we're dealing with here. Yeah, just the one that we saw around the corner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh basically my none. God. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely day. We lock ourselves in the room. <laughs> can actually see down the hallway a little bit better now, too. Oh, my gosh. My plan sucks now. <laughs> I'm sure they're all gonna run into the wall and die. Well, it'll be fine. It just, I just need. Uh, I was hoping there's less of them. Because if you get five or six <laughs> in there, myself? you shut them off and they're in there for good. All right. So now that you have a better visual lay of what's going on, you see that from all directions you are being ambushed. Um, Stanley, you get the first uh, attack off because you're ready to action. So let's uh, get your vicious mockery going on which wait. target. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Did we just pull the entire instance? Is this the the well with what's-his-face, Mick? Uh, a, a quickly cursory get glance shows that they've likely hurried down from the castle ramparts uh, to investigate the noise of the opera singing in the basement, probably, or the giant fireball, but a lot of noise was made in the basement, and yes, you've pulled the entire instance, basically. But that's Boss Boy over here, right? Uh, it's not Boss Boy. Um, it's not Boss Boy. Okay, yeah, you do see you do see the shape, you do see the distinctive shape of what looked like Umbex down the hallway descending the stairs, in a quick second glance, around. Cool. All right, uh, I'm going to. I'm assuming this rifleman jumped up to to take a shot, so 
he's going to be the focus of my mockery. Sure. Uh, he has a wisdom 16 save he needs to make. Very well. Let's make that save, Mr. Mockery. I made it. Uh, yeah. So nothing. Wisdom? No, yeah, so no nothing, fact, no damage. Nothing happens? Okay, great. This has gone well. Did, did you insult him very <laughs> good, though? Uh, clearly not. I it was like... I just thought maybe we had a joke, like, what's the difference between a lizard folk and a and a stone? I don't know. I just popped out and went, lizards with guns! And then popped back and then went, wait, what? And realized <laughs> it was not effective at all. <laughs> all right, the, Varel, you were first on the initiative order. So you walk into the room, you behold uh, the sheer volume of combatants uh, at you. The riflemen have peered around the doorways and are lighting up their weapons, uh, beating them on you. Okay, well, I'm, even though it shames me, I am a lizard of my word, and I will run back down the hall and okay. jump through Nash Hole. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so are you dashing? You're just 40 feet, right? One, Which two, is my three, movement four, speed, five, thanks six. to Barbarian. Yep, that's full 40. Full 40. The full and 40, I will jump in the hole, and okay. I'd assume the plan is going perfectly, so I'm going to use the rest of my movement to take position by hope. Okay. Now Stanley's tanking. Yep, I got this. Don't worry, I've got a lot of hit points. Okay, so you run down, and as you do that, you hear the sound of footsteps. I have to recover. Oh, no, I don't have to recover things, as you can see. So these guys jump down. No, that's not the characters that are moving. I'm sorry. They jump down. Now there's lizard folk with pole arms uh, who are coming from the direction of where the stairwell is. And they jump down and make their way into the pit and start chasing down, as if to do melee. And Stanley, you sort of see them run in the direction of Varel and chase after. Uh, unfortunately, one, two, three, four. Jumps down there. Rest are riflemen. Okay, we got a few more that jump down from this side. And so a bunch of uh, lizard folk make their way uh, to where Varel is, and they watch you run down the hallway, but they don't see you turn left into the room. So what they look down, they see exactly... Oh, shit. They see a wall at the end of the hallway. I don't think... I don't think... Um... Well, it's dark. They don't see anything yet. Okay. Because, Nash, you haven't casted Minor Illusion on the wall yet, have No. You? My goal would be to do it after as many have come through the wall as possible so Stanley's still going to dart down here Just the one thing you, you the one thing you want to make sure to do is not cast it when they see it being cast because then they'll know it's a ruse right, right? but it's dark right. so they shouldn't see anything I, w I would think you would have cast it or aimed to cast it once Varel was by yeah that's a good yeah. point I mean that's, so like right? on your next turn which is coming up soon but they're, so they're just at, they're in the other room they don't see it yet okay and so and this guy, I'm going to move a dude. And now it is uh, the rifleman's turn. They hold position, but as you run down, Varel, you just see lights behind you. And these large globes of white, like laser, like light, just just light up the room. And you see the Stanley, like just this eruption of seven or eight pulse rifles, like science fiction pulse rifles, just laser to the position Varel was in. And as they hit the wall, it smokes the wall like Star Wars phaser style. And you see all these their pulse rifles. You see Varel behind you, like lights flash where the pulses come up and like it illuminates the room. 
you know, Unreal Engine style with the big lights as they traverse their <laughs> All right, um, Hope, it is your turn. Um, I'm going to hold position, but I've got my arm turned into the shotgun. Um, mm -hmm. And I'll be peering around the corner, looking up at Stanley, ready to take fire if any of the lizardmen... So you want you want to ready ready an action that, that as soon as you see uh, an enemy that you shoot at it? Not not yet. If the enemy is obviously coming through that door, then I will shoot it. If the enemy's coming that direction, gotcha. Yes. Okay, and remember, you only get one attack if you ready the attack act. Like if you're ready an action that way, you won't get your two. Okay, cool. Um, hopes ready to an action. Uh, that means I have some more lizard folk movement to do. Dun, 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 dun. Is that the sound of the freaking that was good. Well, uh, the chocolate <laughs> you know, factory the sound guys? of lizards moving. <laughs> Oom Oompa Loompas or whatever they are. <laughs> All right, so you hear more lizard folk making their way downtown. Um, Nash, it is your turn. All right, I am going to... So... I'm going to... I don't know what Stanley's plan is, but I'm going to put the illusion in. Uh, now. Okay. So I'm going to cast it through that, one, right. through that hole... And mm -hmm. I'm actually going to. That's um, your action. Yeah, that's my action. Let me think for a second. Do you have any sorcerer stuff that can help you in this scenario? Um, no. Other than I mean, other than the ones I'm using. Because I can't do I can't I can do the illusion, but I gotta wait a turn to do the wall cover. And I'm just trying to think about yeah. Stanley and distance and and when to shut a wall behind him. Um, so probably it'd be it'd be ready to action. That would be the most precise timing. Yeah, would be to ready it when a certain person does a certain thing. Yeah, you I'll... do have to put the illusion up to. Get yeah, one way or the other, we're doing the illusion. Although maybe the illusion is not that important. Maybe you just want to trap them in. Maybe it's more important just to make sure they suffocate. Well, the illusion's only there to help to that end. So it's not there to be the main point. It's to be additionally convincing so that when they do go in there, they're they don't think it's a trap. So yeah, I, I like, would do the illusion. Well, I don't want to see him. Uh, you know what? I, I mean, am. What you might want to do. What you might want to do, honestly, is just so that you don't get boned later, is close the door behind Varel. Yeah. Meaning this because they can here. they can dash, and they they they'll might be able to see it. Like your timing. There's a whole round of turns till your next turn, and if they do start funneling down that tunnel, then they'll probably see the opening. All right. I think you're right. I'm going to uh, move Earth, or move, uh, what the hell is it called? Mold Earth, and I'm going to put that here. Okay. And then I would like to move to I there move. so that I'm ready to do something with Stanley when he gets the H out of there. If he does. I just feel like or I can like make... Highlight this thing. There we go. There we go. Copy. It's now closed. Okay. Closed for business. Okay. All right, perfect. Um, okay, anything else you want to do with your turn? No, I'm good. All right, Stanley, you're up. All right, I would like to uh, start falling back as quietly as possible, like trying to kind of slink around, I guess, not actively okay. like run so the, or the, anything. Their attention would be on Varel having run down the main hallway. 
So okay. you don't want to you don't want to draw any attention to yourself as you slink back. Right. right? So stealth right. roll, please. I'm not gonna use that dice. That dice has betrayed me many times recently. That'll okay. take your action. That's, that's better. Well. That's that's fourteen. It'll use, it'll use up your action because you're concentrating that's, on that. Like you, yeah. That's okay. Yeah, I'm okay. Fourteen. With that. All right. So you quietly move back, trying not to get the attention of anybody, and as far as you can tell, no one sees you up in that hallway. Uh, all right, I will move back to there. Okay. Perfect. Um, Varel, it is your turn. Cool. I will take the forward position here in this little room we have all squeezed into. Okay. <laughs> I will use prismatic <laughs> scales to turn myself the color of the wall. Gotcha. And basically kind of hunker down and if someone was to look down here, maybe they'd see stone instead. In general, I know we're all hiding right now, so that's my goal. Oh, so you're disguising yourself. Yeah. But right, since so... I'm the big fellow who'd be in the doorway here, I'm going to disguise myself the color to help block hope yeah, behind you can, me. You can just disguise yourself as wall. So let's do a performance check with advantage since you're the same color as the wall around you. Cool. 18. All right, you are performing as a wall currently, and you think you're doing a good job. You're not moving. You're completely immobile. <laughs> you've got your eyes closed to slits so they don't see your eyes, and uh, you've closed your nostrils. And your yeah, kind of like, like, kind of uh, like finishing a jumping jack style, and then maybe Hope's gun can kind of point around my hip. Yeah, yeah. If business Perfect. were to get busy. Perfect. All right, so the lizard folk continue to move down. So one, two, three. One, two, so they're going to use their dash action to fill into this hole here as they move down. So you hear footsteps through the wall, and and like, what's what's curious about them is that they're running, but they are not. There's no glory in the battle. They're almost moving without emotion or feeling, and this is something you've noticed that it's um, they're almost uh, like invalids. Um, but they do move aggressively. Uh, you can hear them walk aggressively into the hallway behind the wall behind you, and you get a sense that the it's full up as you hear like several sets of footsteps. Of course, you don't have any visual confirmation. Uh, and you can't see them, but you do get the sense that they're all in there. That's their turn. Uh, this guy will observe, so hang on. Okay, and now, um, oh, so the riflemen cease their shooting. All the laser lights that are were shooting Varel's position have stopped while the uh, melee combatants make their way into the hallway. Um, Hope, it is your turn. Uh, well, I'm going to look over to Nash and give him a nod and hold my position ready to fire in case anyone walks through that opening. Okay. Okay, perfect. Uh, you're going to continue to hold that. Um, Alright, so these ones as well will walk to the position. Look down. You guys can't really see what they're doing, but they're uh, moved to that position. Uh, Nash, it is your turn. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously... This is a, this is a gamble, but... I can do it. I have to have it line takes of. Out. It's a lot, and it's good if we can do it. Can it? If I do this, yeah. I need to shut this right here, right? No. 
Now, now you're, yeah. you're going to need visual line of sight. Right, right. That was going to be my question. So, here's what I'd like to do. Ah, I should have thought of this before. I just need a little hole to peer through to see that he's stuck. <laughs> or to see that the last one's in there and then just mold that shit up. Oh, you mean make yourself like a little eye slit hole? Yeah, just like, like a poke like, hole. Like, like, you know, in those dirty brothels where the paintings have the eyeball that you can look through? <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Or Scooby-Doo. Basically you know. that. <laughs> wasn't always dirty. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> nope, uh, only brothels. But if I had, like, just a little peephole there, it's going to be an action if I try to poke a hole through, though, isn't it? Like a stone action. Mm. Unless you have a teammate, you could ready an action to close it and rely on a teammate to make a hole for you. Still means a whole nother round of turns. Um, well, Stanley's right after you. Yeah, but I don't know if I have anything that can do it. How thick are these walls, Bo? Mm, a couple feet. That's no, not too Maybe bad. Maybe a foot, foot to, foot to two foot. Um, if I were to run, <laughs> if I was to run up here, so I had, will, will this guy see me? I guess they'll all see me. Um, the guy around the corner might not, but there you'll be open. This is I mean, a wall. you'll be you'll, a lot of enemies will make visual contact with you. All right. I, I can protect you. Okay. In what? How? In what way? Well, according to the turn order, the riflemen just moved and set up, so they might be ready to action. So I can't stop that. Right. But if someone fires on you within ten feet of me, I will take the shots for you. Okay. So as well, long as so you're in ten feet of me, I will absorb the fire. All right. Here's the next. The next moves are Stanley and Varel. So you could ready it for Varel. Varel could run out, and then you could then run out and cast the spell while Varel also goes out. And yes, he's a bullet magnet. Oh, that's true. He That's a good point. He could go and... and, and His eyeball eats like the bullets for breakfast. He'd be running interference, basically. Yeah. Is um, he able to hold both movement and the action, though? Uh, yeah, sure. Oh, okay. So, cool. so I'm not. That's this is not an actual deal. move. I'm just doing this for example's sake. The idea is that he would come out here, take the take the beating somewhere like this. I would rush up here enough to be able to look you'd, around you'd, this you'd corner. You do it at the same time. So as soon as Varel moves, you move along with him on his turn. Okay. And then he then then you cast your spell, and then he finishes his turn. The rest of the his action. All right, I like it. He's still alive. Garrett or Garrett, Kyle, you down with that? <laughs> I'm down. All right. I don't know why I called you Garrett today. I was it getting, happens. I was getting really good at that, and now I'm. I mean, they spend a lot of time together. <laughs> I just I interchange them sometimes. Um. All right. So. Um. Yeah. Let's do it. So. So. How do I commit to that for my turn, though? Do I just ready it and you say, Bo, DM, I'd like to ready an action. Bo, I'm going to ready say, this oh, action. What are the triggering conditions? You say, as soon as Varel moves. I will move with him, and then at the end of his movement, we'll cast Mold Earth uh, right there. on the wall. Okay, that's what I tell you. But if we get to... 
All right, great. <laughs> what were you going to say? If we get what? What were you going to say? No, no, I'm just saying if, if, if Varel decides to do something different, then you don't get to do the thing that you said. Right, right, right. He has to, he has to okay. fulfill the condition. Yeah, he's an honorable right, wizard. Um, I'm not worried about him. He's good. Stanley, uh, so Stanley, your turn. Um, oh, bugger. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Uh, okay. Apologies to our UK audience. I think we just you could, you could you really help. Bad. You could help Varel survive somehow with some sort of defensive magics. Yeah, I'm looking. Polymorph him into some kind of a, a thing. Oh wait, could I have done a? Oh, that's <laughs> no. on for me. <laughs> wait, no, I don't I know if that'll help. Out. How big is a giant ape? Would it fit through these walls, or is it too big? It's huge. Uh, I'll, I'll look it up. If it's huge, it won't fit through the walls because it's a okay. four, two by two square. So. Yeah. Okay, I need something bigger. And they're not bigger. I need something smaller. I need bigger. Um, bigger than an ape. A lemur. <laughs> Do you have okay. any others? <laughs> what about a giant crocodile? I mean, that's giant, Ooh. but it's giant long, right? What's the size of it? In the, 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 huge. The, the, yeah, the, it, <laughs> but it's huge long. It's two by though. two. It's two by two. <laughs> Okay, I suppose you could ready a spell so you could also ready a spell and say when Varel runs out into the bigger room then I cast Polymorph on him. That, hey, you know what, Bo? You're a swell fellow. and I Well, like we're that starting idea. to get more sophisticated with D&D. <laughs> Readying is your friend. Red triggering conditions are what makes D&D uh, &D combat sing. Okay, so uh, let me check the range on Polymorph here. I just want to make sure that we've done everything we need to do. Uh, okay, so it's 60 feet, so I will be able to hit him once he gets out there. So can mm -hmm. I say that I will move to where Nash is once they move out and then cast Polymorph on him once he gets out into the main area? I mean, as long as you have line of sight on Varel, you can cast it from anywhere. Okay, yeah. So yeah. I, I just, I'm going to need to move probably to be within, like, outside viewing range, so I would need them to move first. Yeah. Okay, well, so, you have to tell me specifically the amount of movement you want to do. Okay, when Varel moves, I'm going to move five feet up to this door so I can mm -hmm. continue to have line of sight. And as soon as he uh, gets through and into the space where it will fit, I'm going to cast Polymorph and turn him into a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Whoa. Awesome. Woo! Okay, very <laughs> good. All right. Um, perfect. Anything else you'd like to do with your turn that you have? You might have a bonus action left if you wanted to use it. Uh, from it. No. That's use it. your action to ready, and you got to save your movement points. Um, yeah. Okay. That's it. And that's it. Uh, Varel, you are up, and I think we're going to wait till after the break to see what happens. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Kyle, you might, I don't know how long it'll last, but you might want to pull up the T-Rex stat block, which I can right. send to you if you need it. <laughs> Just watch out for that pit at the end of the room. Oh, right. There's yeah. a pit? Oh, yeah. there's a small drop. There's a five-foot drop. <laughs> yeah, watch out fine. for that. Devastating. Uh, we will uh, do that. We're going to take a break, and uh, when we come back, the <laughs> we'll see how all our tactics do. Maybe this will work. Maybe we'll all die. I don't know. We'll be right back, so stay tuned. I think that doesn't last either. Because I don't get any of my class features. 
I okay. don't think so. Yeah, I think it all goes away. Bo would know. No, no. when you're the polymorph creature, you, you, the only things you retain are like your intelligence and wisdom scores. I believe there's a general ruling for polymorphs. Um, this is, it should be a link to the spell. Is it not in the spell description? Usually it is. Let me see. Let me look at it. Let me see. Target assumes the hit points of its new form. It reverts Target's back. Target's gear melts in the new form. The creature can't activate, use, wield, or otherwise benefit from any of its equipment. Um, yeah. The target's game statistics, including mental ability scores, are replaced by the statistics of the chosen beast. It just retains its alignment and personality. Oh yeah, you're limited by your actions that conform by the nature of its new form. You can't speak, cast spells, or take any other action that requires hands or speech. All right. Wait. I'm just saying before we go into this, <laughs> if he gets mind controlled, I'm gonna laugh. So yeah. hard. I really want to see this happen. I'm not trying to stop it from happening. You're taking but... my intelligence down to two, so if he has a mind control, I'm boned. Mm. I mean, we can revert you back pretty easily. Uh, the... There you go. Well, <laughs> all right, let's do this in the game. Let's do oh, this in okay. the game. All right, fair all right. enough. <clears throat> uh, also, Kristen, shh. What? <laughs> oh. Shh. Don't secret... tell them my secret trick. Oh, you have a secret trick. <laughs> Fantastic. Just, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. All right, we're back please, for part two of today's episode. Uh, Bo, take it away. You left us in quite the hanging situation. What are we doing now? Uh, well, it's Varel's turn. All right. All right, the plan as I know it. I'm going to charge out here gloriously. All right. Uh, so you begin your charge. Uh, make your movement first. Cool. Uh are, are they going to cast from around the corner style, or do you guys need a full five feet out into the room in order to see this? Uh, they just need visual uh, range, I believe, for their spells. Can I peek? I, yeah, I'm just moving to here. Scott, how far up are you moving? I mean, I was thinking of... Whoops, grabbing the wrong thing. I was thinking, and this is just a this is just me thinking. This isn't my move, obviously. But if I was here where Varel is, can I peek around that and see I mean, this? Yeah, you can see, you can see. Your line of sight, you can see in a cone shape. From that area, right? But yeah, you can peek. Oh, you can peek around the corner. Yeah. Okay, sure. that's all I was wondering. All right. Well, that's my plan to do that. Uh, when when it's when you when it's time for me to go. So for, first, for I'll make your move so we can fulfill the triggering conditions of where are you moving to. You'll need to move out into the room to give them purchase to see into the room to do whatever they're going to do. Okay. Cool. Prone does not give me does not grant disadvantage against ranged attacks. Prone grants disadvantage against ranged, but advantage against melee. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Works for me. So what I'm going to do is run out here, and as I run by, what is this, Zonwa Zark? So I've got right, five yeah. foot in the air on him, right? Yep, you're five foot up above him. All right, cool. I'm going to give him the old, uh, you know, WWE clothesline where you sort of jump with your arm in a hook and you grab him by the head and you kind of bring him down with you and bam onto my back slam his face into the ground are you RKOing the lizard folks yes <laughs> out of nowhere <laughs> out of nowhere RKO <laughs> exactly. I run you know down the ramp and just slam and jump in and clothesline the guy and just take him down with me 
That's my heroic entrance. All nice. right, so we're going to stop you in midair because I just wanted the movement. So part of the movement is you jumping into the air. Cool. That's okay. where I'd be with my arm out to the side. All right, so Varel's in midair. Uh, Nash or Stanley, which one of you want to act your triggering conditions first? Um. Uh, I think Nash. I mean, mine's going to interrupt his attack, probably. Yeah. 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 So I'll do that. <laughs> Well, he can still RKO as a Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> He's got little arms. How's he gonna RKO? With his, with his mouth. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna run it's up a there then. Coming down. And can can well. <laughs> so I'm right. I mean, R- R- RKO is pretty close to REX. You know. What's this? The Tyrannosaurus has a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so who's going first, Nash? Yeah, I went. So I'm up to where I was going to be. All right, so as he runs up, you run right. You're right behind him as he runs, and you see Varel flying to the air. Yeah. And then now you can cast your Mold Earth on the wall. Yep. Behind the lizard folk who have clearly filed into the small hallway to chase after Varel in the first place. I just want everyone to picture that for a second. Varel ran back into a hallway. They all chase after him, and then he appears out of a different doorway. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if it was a cartoon, it would be hilarious. This all happened in the span of like two seconds. (laughs) He totally uh, Pac-Man that stuff. All right, so uh, you cast Mold Earth and close in the lizard folk inside, and you hear pounding immediately on the walls uh, and panic from the inside. Stanley, your triggering condition is met as well. You know, it seems pretty badass, so while he's in the air still, let's turn him into a huge T-Rex. <laughs> well, yeah, you'd have to do it now. Um, so you, yeah. are you within range where you are now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, John Cena! <laughs> oh, look at that. <laughs> All right, so you were, what size are you? Huge. Huge is the two huge. by two square. All right, so... Um, how big is the Tyrannosaurus? Pretty big. Wait a second. I just we're in a Does dungeon. Does this one have feathers? Yeah. Height, height of Tyrannosaurus. Rex. Is he pink? They yeah. all think he's pink now. I heard the latest. Is Average it? height of Tyrannosaurus Rex. It says four point six to six point one meters, which is uh, damn it, meter to feet conversion. Let's let's put you on the small end so we don't. Absolutely shred. So 15 feet. Okay. It's cramped in here for you, buddy. <laughs> On the small end of Tyrannosaurus Rex. The room fills out completely. Boom! And you transform into a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Uh, your head scrapes along the wall, not injuring you. Uh, you're not really in the air anymore because it takes up so much room to fill in here. You're uh, now just sort of standing but you land on the ground. And actually, the way you were positioned, you land right on top of the guy you were about to RKO and uh, crush him. You roll some <laughs> crushing damage, please. Yes, what, are, what am I rolling? Actually, it feels out so hard, he just immediately dies. We don't need to roll. You just awesome. land on top of it, and your foot smashes on him, and just blood and body parts just like everywhere. Oh. And you're now Tyrannosaurus Rex, standing in the middle of the room. Awesome. Do I have an action? Uh, you, yeah, you, on your turn, all you did was move. So we have a bonus action, action remaining uh, from the Tyrannosaurus stat block. 
which is you have a multi-attack, so you can make three atta uh, two attacks, one with a bite and one with the tail, it says here. That's pretty much all you got. And anything else you can think of that a T-Rex might do. Awesome. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to spin yes. around to face my foe, and as I you know, get adjusted, my tail will do the multi-attack on this dude here. <laughs> okay. And like so he's laying on his belly. It says as here I... you've got a plus 10 to hit. Excellent. As I complete the turn, I'll do the bite attack on the second fairy target, since they can't keep be on the same guy. Keep in mind your bite and your tail has reach of 10 feet, so you can actually melee something two squares away from you as well. Oh, sweet. I'll, I'll go with the two dudes in my face while standing okay. on the other guy. Plus 10 to your attack roll. All right. The tail, 28. Tail, 28. All right. That is 3d8 plus 7 damage, bludgeoning. 22 for the tail slam. Okay, you slam it into uh, the ground and squish it immediately, murdering it. And I'll fight the other guy with a 27. Uh, 27 was your attack roll. Okay, just give me a quick moment here. I'm just sorting out. I don't want to mark this guy's dead. Okay, um, which this guy here? Yeah, oh my god, it's a d12. 4d12 on a bite. Uh, yeah, so roll... Uh... Wait, wait a second, we're... Where did the, my T-Rex stat blog go? It's gone. Oh, no. Yeah, I linked it in uh, Discord if you want to oh. just click it and open yeah, it thank again. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, whatever the damage is, is the damage you do. So, all that damage. I also have it on my character sheet if you ever have that open and need to look at it under extras. Thank you. Oh, wow. Google has a really nice dice roller. Do they? Do Google has one? Yeah, just Google Dice Roller, and it has addition and everything. That's pretty fancy. That's cool. Addition and everything. Can you imagine a Google D&D tool? You mean 28 points of damage for that bite. Okay, 28 points of damage. Uh, so you bite it. Um, you could, it's also possible to grapple, but you instantly kill it in your bite. <laughs> It's Jurassic Park style. Your head just comes down and completely covers the lizard folk and it disappears in your mouth. And you just crunch it and you're now eating the lizard folk. Awesome. Well, I'm not going to swallow. No, no. Nasty. It's in your mouth. You're not okay. eating. Okay. You're, you're, cool. Your mouth. Okay. Because they're nasty. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very good. Okay. So you've just annihilated two, uh, three lizard folk with your turn. Is there anything more you wanted to do? That's it. Okay. Uh, who is next on here? All right. Um, so the dudes inside the room you've just shut off, Nash, you hear pounding and the attempts, uh, like you hear metal on stone as uh, the creatures inside. The How many lizard folk is it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. The eight lizard folk inside are trying to break out of the little prison you've made for them. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Then we hear... Um, okay, and this guy, I just need to see the range on this. Yep. Uh, as you, uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex, the lizard folk, from behind, Nash, you can witness this. There is a creature that looks distinctly like Ubveyex, wearing a large cloak, floating a little bit off the ground, with an octopus-like head, tentacles floating out four of them in all directions and he raises up his arms and his head begins to go glow blue 
Yeah. So, Varel, you are going to need to make a saving throw versus Dominate Monster. Ah, crap. Exactly. <laughs> uh, what's my saving throw? Uh, so, the saving throw, let me see what it says here. DC spell save DC fifteen versus intelligence. Shite. The hut. <laughs> the hut. Stanley does. Okay, and did we confirm that polymorph does transfer my mental statistics? I um, had. I was thinking no, actually, but I'm going to have to look up that specific rules just so you know we don't. I feel like we need to be fair on this one. Including so. mental ability scores are replaced yep. by the statistics yeah, of the chosen beast. Sweet. All right, I got a minus four on this baby. All right. No, so no, what does that give good. you? Uh, so you I, have you you have to roll twenty basically a nineteen minus four. You have to roll nineteen or twenty. Yes. You have a temp, you have a ten percent chance of resisting. I can use my inspiration I was given. You can. All right. Let's do it. Inspired. Double elevens, mm. which is a seven. <laughs> All right, well, so let's correct. see. Uh, it must succeed on a wisdom saving. Th- well, it says intelligence that it uses, so it's not wisdom. A uh, few or creatures that are friendly to your friend. Wait, this is an eighth level spell. Sorry, it's got a lot of text. So you're charmed. Charmed meet your creature can attack the charmer or the target the charmer with harmful abilities or magical effects. Charmer has advantage on any ability check to socially interact with the creature. While the creature is charmed, you have a telepathic link with it as long as the two of you are on the same plane. You can use this link to issue commands to the creature, which it does its best to obey. You can specify a simple or general course of action, such as attack that creature, run over there, or fetch that object. Uh, if the creature completes the order, doesn't receive further direction, it defends and preserves itself to the best of its ability. Use your action to take total and precise control of the target. Uh-oh. Until the end of your next turn, the creature takes only the actions you choose and doesn't do anything that you don't allow it to do. During this time, you can also cause a creature to use a reaction, but this requires your own reaction. Each time the target takes damage, it makes a new wisdom saving throw against the spell. Uh, so you'll be able to make wisdom saves in the future, I think. Uh, just because the Mind Flayer text says it uses... Oh, it's spell cast. Actually, we need to re-roll that, I think. I think you're going to get off on a technicality. It's a wisdom saving throw you're to make not a intelligence if it's very different on the T-Rex. Okay, I mean that's a minus 4 to a plus 1. Uh yeah, then we need to re-roll that. So, All right. sorry for the lack of drama, but I misinterpreted. It's still Might 15. Still, yeah. Might still fine. happen. Double 13s. Okay. 14 plus total. Plus 14. One shy. One shy of a save. Oh, jeez. Okay, so you're still dominated. However, anytime you take damage, you can re-roll the save to end the spell. Uh okay. Perfect. And I don't mind sharing that bit of information so everyone... We can play fair. Play nice, play fair. The Blizzard way. Um, okay, so uh, you are now dominated. Um, and it is the Rifleman's turn. And sensing uh, the Mind Flayer's magic, the Riflemen hold their fire. Whoa. Wait. Quick technicality. Oh. Yeah. Does the Mind Control have to target a humanoid? It's Dominate Monster. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a creature. That's the creature. Okay, cool, cool. It's the it's the eighth level spell. It's the mind gotcha. flares once per day. So it's yeah. Okay, um hope it is your turn. Alright. Uh you see you see magic envelope T Rex uh, from your vantage down the hallway. So what Hope's gonna do is she's gonna dash up to where Nash is. 
And she's going to peek out and she'll see that mind flare there. And so she'll use her action to take two shots at it to see if maybe she can start healing okay. damage to it. Dominate Monster is a concentration spell, so damage to the Mind Flayer also uh, runs the risk of him losing concentration, so that's oh, a good thing. Cool. cool. Alright, and this will be with just her shotgun arm. So the first one is going to be a 16. A 16 to hit the Mind Flayer. It is a hit. Did you say this so is an 8th level spell? 8th. 8th level. Uh, I need a link to the concentration rules. What, what's kind of the save is it? I just... Does anyone have that handy? For concentration? Yeah. Uh, it's... Constitution, and then... I'm in the PHB right now. Concentration. I'm gonna have to look it up anyway, probably. So, it's not a bad thing. Concentration. Uh, you can end concentration anytime. Other factors can break it. Taking damage, DC ten or half the damage you take, whichever number is higher. Okay, perfect. So you've made the hit. Hope. How much damage have you done? Seven. Okay, perfect. I will mark seven on that, and he will make his saving throw. It is a just a constitution. Okay, perfect. So let's see if it breaks. Yeah, I think Const- he just rolls, and because it was under ten, it has to beat seven. He broke the concentration. It's a six I rolled. Yes! Nice. Sweet, right, so- and then Hope's going to take her second shot. Ooh, nice. And this one's going to be a 27. It's a hit as well. Oh, perfect. Ooh, and this one looks like 16 damage for this one. 16 damage, wow. Wowzers. All right, uh, are you, sorry, are you using a shotgun, you said? Yeah, my shotgun arm. Your shotgun arm, so no special bullets on these ones. Correct, yeah. Okay. All right, perfect. You fire two of your shotgun shells, uh, the slugs, out at the the arm, and uh, both bullets enter it, and the body, like, sort of squirms as he takes the bullets uh, Sperms wildly, very damaging. Um, okay, uh, all right. So uh, the what I marked here is royalty, but the you know the family, the Zarks here that you've almost all but annihilated, get their round. So let's see. Oh, I did it wrong. There's three that are dead in the center of the room. This one here steps over the bodies of his four, his other lizard folk brethren. I'm just trying to two-front him. There we go. He stands on top of him, and he strikes with a large polearm. It is a 12. That's not going to hit you. Uh, He makes another strike towards the T-Rex and misses again, hitting your your hide. Ching! Ching! Ah, Trying to fight you. But his motion is not one of warrior uh, anger and, and emotion. It is very robotic and almost Terminator style as it attempts to assault you with its weapon. Um, Nash, it is your turn. Alright. I mean, since my you head's already... in the stone wall. Right. So I'm already out in this area. I think what I want to do... Does he see me? This guy? Who see you? On the Ooh, map, see me pinging him. 
Uh, well, I mean, he's around the corner, so you guys don't see each other, really. Okay. You're aware that he's there. Because this is a wall. It's just hard for me to tell. Um, all right. Well, I'm just going to do something kind of funky now that the the awesome plan actually worked. Um, this will be a little less flamboyant. Um, I'm going to fire... Firebolt okay. around the corner and hit this guy here. Gotcha. Make your attack roll. All right. That will be a 14. Uh, let's have a look. It's a miss. Damn it! <laughs> okay. So I missed. I then <laughs> back up a slot right there. <laughs> <laughs> you missed. That's my turn. You missed. All right. Uh, Nash Stanley, your turn. Uh, I can I get past Nash? Uh, yeah, sure. I can move diagonally and all that. I, I will allow it. It's like an MMO. You run to the, <laughs> <you run> to, <laughs> MMO run in to the, the city, uh, man. You got to move around. You run to the entrance way that Varel jumped out of and transformed into a T Rex from, and. Uh, well, I'm just getting the lay of the land here. Uh, we got... There's one guy alive here fighting the T-Rex, and there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine riflemen in various positions uh, shooting in that kill box in the middle of the room, and you've got the Mind Flare, who's just taking two shots, uh, hovering by the edge of the room. I mean, I really don't like the idea of getting shot by these riflemen. That seems negative. Okay. Um, so I think what I'm going to do is let's help with the Mind Flayer. I'm going to pull out Diplomacy, um, say Parlay, and send it to strike the Mind Flayer. That'll be my bonus action. Let's well, see let how that goes. Di- let me find Diplomacy here. Where is Diplomacy? Sure. That's a, that's a good sword. I have a... There's Diplomacy. It served you well. And I'll put it under your control. Well, who's John? John. There's Diplomacy. You see it? Uh, yep. All right. You send the sword out, and? It's going to be a 14 to hit him. Okay. The Mind Flayer does not... Uh, it, it dodges out of the way. But it doesn't dodge like a skilled dodge. It's like reality bends around the sword, and his body just moves around it. doesn't get hit by it. Um, okay, let's... Let's do... Oh, he's going to be strong against it. Ah, why not? Let's cast Dissonant Whispers on the Mind Flayer as well. Dissonant Whispers. Wisdom 16 save for him. Wisdom 16 save. Okay, let's see. Statistics here. 7 plus 3 is 10. It is a failure. Oops, already that is good for you. It failed. Oh my gosh. I did not think that was going to happen. Uh, okay, that's 3d6, and he has to use his full movement to run away from me. This note whispers my favorite uh, uh, Wham cover or song. It's fantastic. That is How much damage? nine damage, nine psychic damage to him. Okay, you do nine psychic. Oh, he may be resistant to this. Uh, no, he's not. That's fine. Oh, 
Oh, advantage against that. Actually, we all have to walk it back. Ah, whatever. I didn't do it. It's fine. Um, okay. Throws against the spells and other magical effects. Sorry, I forgot about the that. Um, okay, so he has to move far away. Yeah, he has to use his full movement to get away from me. Okay. One, so, oh, that's on his turn. All right, cool. Uh, it's a successful spell, Stanley. Uh, sweet. That's... Uh... Oh, you know what? I, I will use five more feet of movement just to clear up the door in case anybody needs to run it out there. Okay, so perfect. I'll duck back. That's it. All right. Um, let's see. Now it's Stanley Wind. Pharrell, it is your turn. All right. T-Rex. King Rex. No, Rex means king. King <laughs> king. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> I accept the title. Does Rex mean king? Is that true? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, I will attack Oedipus Rex's... Oh, sorry. It's Kyle. The Rex is dead. Long live the Rex. Yeah. You could say mm-hmm. that? Okay. My apologies, Kyle. You were about to deliver your instruction. I'm seeing if I can multi-attack on the move. There's no rules about it, but I know when we've done double actions in the past, we've no, no, you can, them. you can, you can attack. Yeah, yeah, you attack, move, attack, move, attack. When when Hope is a level billion fighter, she can with four attacks. She can attack, move, attack, move, attack, move, attack, move. Cool. So here's what we're gonna do. I'm going to turn around and face my dominator, and as I do, I'm gonna slap this guy with my tail. <laughs> I like how you rotated your token. <laughs> I know, it's so right. good. Alright. 24. That is a hit. Alright. 17 points of damage. Okay, so uh, you hit him so hard that he flies up into the air and flies across the room, poof, hits the wall, and his body just crumples to the ground. Awesome. And then I'm going to T-Rex down to the Mind Flayer and give him a bite. You're going to give him... Okay, roll the... Give him a bite. bite. Roll the bite (laughs) attack. An 18. 18. It's a hit. So, 4D... Or, yeah, 4D12. Uh-huh, yeah. (laughs) It's... 34 <laughs> points of bite damage. Sorry, how many? 34. Okay, that does not kill it. Uh, you bite him severely, though, entering him into your mouth. Um, now The target is medium. He's yeah. grappled. Uh, is there a check, or is he just grappled? Escape DC is, 17. Oh, so he just is grappled. Yeah. yeah. You have him in your mouth alive. He's grappled. You can feel the wormy, slimy presence of his octopus skin on your tongue. Fabulous. And you can see little tentacles protrude from the T-Rex's teeth. <laughs> and his, his, little, his little feet broken <laughs> out. Now he can't run away. I was totally going to run away. On uh, Alright, you got him in your mouth. And that's my um, turn. Okay. Uh, so these guys, again, from the inside of the closed off space, you again hear the chipping and sounds of weapons being hit. Uh, more ferociously now than ever against the walls as the lizard folk trapped inside try to use their weapons to break through the stone walls, but are not succeeding thus far. Um, okay, the the mind flayer in your mouth, it's his turn. 
Let's see what I've got to get out of this. Kids book. The mind, mind flare in your mouth. <laughs> Everybody poops. Hopefully not in that same statement. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> what are you oh, saying? That's an that actual book. In your mouth. That's a children's book called Everybody Poops. Okay, here's what we're doing. <laughs> I don't think Bill believes me. I need to paint a 60-foot cube. I believe you. It's just the oh, I know that book. The mouth part of it that led the statement. That yeah, I don't no, want to no. have happen. It's a good point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were like in my mouth taking a shit. I'm like what? <laughs> Mind uh, Do your dirty business. Sorry, I just uh, I need a I need to find an and asset. Then you could have like a something. kid's potty. That's a little mind flare mouth. Yep. <laughs> there you go. Real problems with what you said there, Scott. That's all. I get you. I need to be solved. Need to iterate on this. Or what is it? Ideate. Could be a bidet. That's less. Oh, a bidet with a with a tentacle squirting water. Yeah, exactly. I love it. <laughs> I love a it. Butt flare. A butt flare. <laughs> butt flare. <laughs> yeah, everybody wants that. Yeah. One, two or sixty feet would be one, two, three, four, five, six, Ooh. seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten times five is fifty, so I need two more squares. Oh, you made me ink. <laughs> Alright, so 12 centered on him. And fortunately, he's not going to. So let me. That's 60 feet of. Uh, you guys see that animating? Yeah. Uh, magically no. in a. Oh, whoops! Wrong shape. It's a cone. It is a cone. Um, please forgive me. I just want to get this right. Cone. Let me see if I can't find a cone. Nope, no cone. Oh, there's a cone. This looks good. I like this. Alright. Uh, 60 foot cone, so that's 12 squares, right? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Oh, jeez. What? From the cone centered on, uh, so I'd want to detag it from him. Uh, group is drawing there, right? So we have to use so centered on him, but I have to rotate it. Sorry, guys, it's taking a minute. You do you. Uh, you see that giant pile of tentacles? Yes. Yeah. I'm above it, so clearly safe from whatever this is. All right. Uh -huh. Uh, <laughs> I left it into the air and this dodged a, it. This is, a psychic, this is a psychic ability. The mind flare magically emits psychic energy in a sixty-foot cone. Each creature in the area must succeed on a intelligent saving throw. That is all four of you. Yuck! I got all four of you in the cone. You check intelligent the... saving throw. Okay. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Rubbing know it was possible. Lucky coin. So I'm getting two rolls for this. 17. Uh, Wait, what? <laughs> oh, the two coin. Points. Yeah, the leprechaun coin. Okay. <laughs> I was confused. I was like... 17 for uh, me. 16 for me. 13. 17 and 16 for Stanley and Nash? Yeah. yeah. Uh, too bad. Too bad? Too bad for the mind flare. Oh, too bad oh, to say. Oh. 
Okay. What is yeah, this let's... creature that can <laughs> annihilate us so? Let's see here. I just need to get the appropriate dice for Hope and for Varel, who failed the saving throw. Are you guys ready for this? Six. Bring it. Y'all ready for this? Twelve. Uh, so Varel and Hope take 16 points of psychic damage. Oh. And you are both stunned for one minute. Oh, damn. Oh, damn, son. That's and crazy. So that means you can't move. You can speak only falteringly. <laughs> okay, T-Rex. The creature fa- automatically fails any strength or dexterity saving throws. And attack rolls against you have advantage. Okay. So you it doesn't mean stun doesn't mean you don't you're out of actions or can't do anything. It just means those things. Okay. So you're, you're dazed. Uh, now, because you're automatically failing any saving throws, you release the mind flayer from your mouth. I believe. Let's just see what's the condition here on the Tyrannosaurus. Escape DC 17 because it's grappled, but you automatically fail any of those checks. So. The Mind Flayer then uses his hands to open your mouth easily. It slides out from your mouth. Uh, it slides out from your mouth. Now, I believe as it exits your presence, you can make a opportunity attack against it. <laughs> That's okay, gross. cool. Yeah. I believe you can do that, uh, but the conditions are, I believe, you have disadvantage. Uh, attack roll. First no, stun. You can't, you can't move. And you automatically fail strength and dexterity saving throws. So, yeah, I guess you, I guess that means I wouldn't have automatically been released from your mouth because that is not a saving throw. All right, we have to do a contest. Back it up, back it up. Back My it up. daddy taught me good. The running mind flare gets yanked back into the jaws of the T Rex. <laughs> Blast, foiled again. <laughs> cool. It is a escape DC seventeen, and you wait until oh, the grapple ends. The target is restrained. If that mattered for... It can't benefit from bonus to its speed. The speed is zero. Yeah, currently you can't move. Okay. You've got to get out of your mouth first. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. So he didn't attack roll anybody. He just cast a spell that required save. Cool. And oh, he has so disadvantage. I don't think it's a contest. He think just has to roll a 17 to escape. Right. Oh, I thought it was a grapple. It's weird because, yeah, grapple's usually differently, but okay. So I just have to roll DC 17 doesn't specify if it's strength or dex. Is it just a straight roll? To escape escape... a grapple, you can pick dexterity or strength normally. He's obviously going to choose dexterity because mind flares are not like beefy by any stretch. Um, I guess, and I have disadvantage, because I am restrained, I have disadvantage on my dexterity check. So he's probably not getting that. Two nines plus one is ten. So no, he doesn't escape. Okay, he's still in your mouth. <laughs> End of his tool. Uh, so the the language confusion is because stunned also means you're incapacitated. So we can't take any actions or reactions. Wait, did I read that wrong? Like, um, did I miss that? It stunned? it adds two levels. A stunned creature is incapacitated. See the condition, and then if you check incapacitated, oh, an incapacitated oh. creature can't. You're like advanced incapacitated. Oh, all right, we have to redo this all over again. Sorry, I'm a bad DM. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it's fine. We're we're all there. 
Incapacitated. It's our first time with this, you know. Can't take it's actions or reactions. Time. Okay, so he still can't leave your mouse, so we don't have to actually redo anything. He can't leave your mouse. Right, but I couldn't opportunity attack him. But you can't it. attack him. You're just sitting there stunned with a with a with a illithid in your mouth. Sweet. <laughs> You're like Lockjaw. It's, it's it's squirming to get out. Alright, now the rifleman let you up. So let me get rid of this giant thing here, I'll just put it to the side for later use. Oh no, and they all have oh. advantage now too. Yep, so the riflemen step from their hidey holes finally to take aim at the T Rex they can see as they move into position to get good shots on you. Um, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine attack rolls coming your way. Bring it. They have, they have advantage on you? Yes. Uh, first one's a crit. Don't matter. Not matter. Don't matter. <laughs> you take uh, the first shot, hit the first uh, round of three shots, pew, 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 reach out and hit you. You take 15 points of damage. Oh, I guess right. roll double. Hang on. Uh, five, 15, 28 points of damage on the first shot. Okay. Uh, laser lights come out. That's a miss. Five and a four. 15 and a 17. What is the T-Rex AC? Sorry. 13. It's, uh, 13. So pretty easy to hit. Okay. So this is a hit here. All right. You take 10 points of damage on the third shot third volley of shots. The fourth volley of shots misses you. We're up to a total of 12 shots. Uh, fifth volley hits. Uh, it is a 14 points of damage you now take. Okay. You're, you're noting this all down, right? Yes, yes. Okay, thank you. Um, that's a hit. Sixth volley of shots does 17 points of damage. Alright. We're at 51 hit points. Alright. Seventh volley of shots does... 15 points of damage. Eighth volley of shots does... <laughs> 24 points of damage. Alright, we're at... Uh... Ninth, ninth and final volley of shots is a crit. 12 hit points is all I got left. 6, 8, 14... 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23 points of damage. Damn! Okay, I would be at negative 19. Alright, so make a note of that 19. You revert to your Varel form. His true form. Varel form. Excess damage carries over. Okay, so reduce the 19 from your original form. Uh, we have another matter to attend to, which is you have a full-shaped thing in your mouth as you transform back into Lizard Man. Um, well, I didn't... I, I saw this while I was while you were rolling your dice there. Okay. So I was looking at Grappled because I was thinking of attacking the Mind Flayer. And it says, the condition ends if the grappler is incapacitated, which he was. As a T-Rex, he became incapacitated. Oh, so he did slide so out of he technic So he technically got out. Good save, because that was going to be about 40 points of force damage. Cool. I like not having a broken jaw. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, damn, that means he could have run away. Oh, well. Thanks, uh, John. 
Thanks for clarifying it when it was you to your advantage. You still run away. <laughs> <laughs> I was researching my turn, Bo. That was all. I'm, I'm researching I'm, my, to- my I am turn. Jo- I am totally joking. It's up to me to know this. But you're not or, wrong. Or suffer. Um, okay, so um, that is the rifleman's turns. They lit you up. So the room just lights up with lights. Pew, 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 and they just pummel about, what's nine times three? 36 shots of pulse rifles. Uh, at him, uh, totaling that amount of damage and slaying the T-Rex. Um, but, Vor- Varel, you've reverted back to Varel form. Mew. Um, <laughs> Mew. Hope it is your turn. Gotta kill some rifle. Really? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Look, I, my Operation Pez Dispenser was kill highly them. successful. So, got Get rid Operation of Pez Dispenser. <laughs> yeah, look at them. They're all jammed in there. There's no getting out. You gotta crack open the head. You get a Pez. Everyone else is fighting. Nash is in the back. He cracked open the beer and sitting out in the cooler like he's good with it. <laughs> he's like, I have my job done. Kinda. Yeah. And that's bit. what Hope will say. And that's it. You're not gonna fight anybody? Oh, you're stunned. That's, yeah, yeah. Oh. There's, there's nothing. I forgot. Sorry. I'm gonna right here. Stunned. Uh, you get to make a saving throw when you take damage. Oh. I took lots of damage. <laughs> yeah, six rolls. <laughs> yeah. See if you can get unstunned from those 36 I rolls. I my rules correctly. Actually, no. Sorry. The damage is for... the. St- okay. A creature can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns, ending the effect on itself. No. You don't... Not when you take damage. Okay. Oh. It's at the end of your turn. So hope at the end of your turn you can make your save. Sorry, not, okay. it's not a damage. You can make the save. All right. I the the damage was save. concentration. I got it mixed up. It's not going to be a save. It's Is it an intelligence save or anything? Or? You repeat the intelligence saving throw, yes. It's, it's five. I okay. get You're more still stunned. stunned. You're like, <laughs> All right. Um, perfect. None of those characters are left in existence, so we can skip them. Nash, it is your turn. All right. Um... <laughs> I've enjoyed my time reveling in my cool kill, but we have a problem, man. So, uh, these two chuckleheads, these two chuckleheads up here. Yeah. Uh, I would like to cast. Oh, wait, maybe I want to do these three. Can I, can I line of sight those guys if I come out? Yep. You have line of sight on them. All right. We're going to park our butt right there. And we are going to cast. <laughs> this might be too much. Hold on a second. There's no such thing. Um, I'm going to fireball those buttholes. And okay. I'm going to do it at level three. Ooh. That's um, a normal level, right? For slots. Yeah, I mean, I have a fourth level. I can do it fourth level, but I don't want to burn those slots yet. Well, I understand. Yeah, I'll I'll do third level. All right, so fireball at those guys. Third level, 150 foot range. They have a dex 15 save. So, um, I guess I have to do hit though, don't I? Or don't I? Nope. They I can't remember. It. Okay. There's no attack roll. All right. So, can you get more than just those three with how big the fireball is? Um, I mean, there's a couple of them that are dead. What if I Where aimed do you want it? To center it? Can I aim it a little? 
Well, that'll get aim it there and hit yourself. Or no, you can probably shoot a little farther. How about this? Yeah, yeah, right there. That'll hit four. Let's do that. Let's do four. It's always bigger than I think it is. Um. All right. Uh. Uh, okay, I'll say I'm going to yell something as I do it. Are you ready? No, tentacles are back. I'm going to say, um... <laughs> uh, before your lives get tooken, <laughs> can you smell what the Nash is cooking? And then I'm going to fire it off. Uh, and then damage-wise, let's roll our rolls. Hold on. All right, you don't need to roll anything. I need to roll the saves. Oh, oh you can roll the damage roll. Yeah, that's, what, damage that's what I was doing. Sure. Uh, 8d6, and that's it. No bonuses. All right, 8d6. There's Total of 25 damage. Save. What? Fail. Yeah. Save. Shit! Critical save. What? <laughs> Which means they take half damage. Um, Alright, so there's five of them, so we got one more to roll for. Fail. Alright, so uh, this one and this one are annihilated completely on the spot. Sweet. Cool. Uh, the rest of them, sorry, half of 25 is... 12.5 rounded down is 12 damage, so um, the fireball does singe them greatly and they take 12 points of damage. Okay. Uh, but they're still standing. Boo. But they're damaged. They're lucky bastards. Alright, that's my turn then. And I, just to be sure, your little scroll, your crossbones here mean these guys are the, absolutely dead, right? These guys are dead, yeah. Okay. And because you did damage to this corpse on the floor, it just immediately just burns into a crisp and is annihilated. Nice. Alright, a little bonus collateral damage. That is my turn okay. then. Alright, uh, Nat Stanley. Hmm. Okay. Nat, Nat Stanley. Nat Stanley, the natural Stanley, <laughs> is here to fight. <laughs> the Nat Stanley. So, Varel's taken a pretty hefty beating. Nash is out there. We still got lots of rifles. So, there's getting Varel to safety, killing rifle people, and uh, dealing with this mind flare. All right, I am going to. Let's go get Nash killed. No! Live. <laughs> 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 um, at least if there's multiple targets, that might help with the rifles. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna step out. Let's see how much movement I've got here. Thirty feet. I can get over by Illithid Man. Or I can get up to that guy. Okay, I'm going to uh, charge over to where one of uh, 
Nash's little cooked soldiers are. Yeah. Uh, and I am going to uh, pull out my dagger because diplomacy is currently floating. Yeah. And I am going to cast booming blade on that uh, lizard folk in front of me. Okay. Is that you have the range for that up the? I do. Uh, it's it's ten foot. Okay. Range. Perfect. All right. Yeah, so, that works. Booming blade. I gotta look this be up a all the time. It's gonna be a seventeen to hit first. Okay, that's a hit. Okay, so with Booming Blade, that is going to be a D4 and a D8 rolled together. Uh, that's 12 points of damage. So it immediately does 12 to him? Yeah, so the way it works is it's the norm, the normal weapon attack, which is 1D4 plus 4, and then a D8 of thunder damage, and then if he moves, an additional D8 of thunder damage. Okay, perfect. Well, you kill him outright with the spell. So it's like an ethereal, like you make a melee attack, but you're 10 feet away, so it's an ethereal, like... Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Like, like, you're like Mr. Ghost, flies. Mr. Fantastic, like energy just like... <laughs> yeah, I picture the thrust comes out and just like a beam of energy shoots out and pierces him and... You know, crackles into thunder around him. All right, it thunders all uh, the scales, and he just he, uh, and he falls down and dies. He's dead. Then, with my bonus action, I'm going to have diplomacy attack the illithid again. Okay. Make your attack roll. This is going to hit him. Twenty-three to hit. Okay, it's a hit. Come on, do good diplomacy. I believe in you. Uh, that's going to be 11 points of damage. All right. The sword, uh, how do you describe where the sword kills him? Oh. Uh, so he, diplomacy kind of whipped around from the past and, uh, is behind him. I figure he's distracted. He's shooting tentacles out. And while he's distracted and not paying attention, it just through the back of his head. So pops right out the front. And as you do that, he deflates like a water balloon, and his skin just becomes... He just becomes a pile of skin as his inky blackness drips from his wounds, and he floats down to a puddle on the ground. There's, like, no mass to his body. It's like a, the skin of a balloon with inky blackness just puddled up to the ground. And in everyone's mind, you hear... As it passes... It was very gross, but nothing's going to deflate my joy on killing him, so nice. this is good. Um, it was a good thing, because I had something pretty big planned next turn, so good job. And then I'm going to lay down prone on the ground, take cover from the rifleman. You're going to lay down prone on the ground. Okay, perfect. Uh, Pharrell, it's your turn. Cool. Am I still stunned? You are. Yeah, you have to make your save at the end of your turn. All right, it's the end of my turn. Make your save. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all clear now how that's going to work. Thirteen? Thirteen. Do I nope. add anything? You're still stunned. Do I add uh, anything? Well, it's a, it's a intelligence saving throw. Intelligence. So. Oh, thirteen. You have your regular intelligence now. Yes, thirteen. <laughs> no bonus. <laughs> no bueno. No bueno. Okay. Um, the rifleman continued to light you up. 
All on Varel? Uh, the ones near you do, yeah. One, okay. one will. We'll, we'll decide as we go. All right, that's one shot against Pharrell. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten damage, Pharrell. Uh, this right. is, it is uh, a ranged attack. Is lightning ranged attack damage. Cool. So I have resistance against range attacks from the Eye of Grosjil. Mm-hmm. So you can, it's functional yeah. while stunned. Yep. Cool. So reduce it to five. All right. Uh, okay. And the next rifleman shoots you. Even if someone wanted to shoot you, Stanley... The bullet would probably get it would be redirected to Varel. Oh right, he's got that thing. Well, Nash is out there too. They could shoot Nash. They could. Yeah. <laughs> they, they might. They might. They might actually shoot. They might actually shoot Nash, but they're getting advantage of. They absolutely could. Here. All right, second Teamwork, volley misses Nash. you. <laughs> the third volley is an ooh close to a crit. Um, that's 13, 14, 15 damage, so seven. Okay. With your reduction. Another volley uh, goes out to you. So they're all targeting Vorel because Vorel was what was immediately threatening still to the Mind Flare. That's a crit. So 7, 13, 14, 15, and the second roll. 15 and 16 is 31. So half of 31 would be 15 rounded down. So another 15 damage. Okay. Uh, okay. 47 hit points. Well, this advantage is great. I get hit all the time. Uh, 11 points of damage. Uh, in half is 7. No, 5. One last volley from the back row. Also a hit. It is 4, 5, 6, 7. Rounded down is 3 points of damage. So the room lights up again. And a whole bunch of laser shots. And so you get these like blaster scars on your body now. And you can't do anything about it. You just kind of take it and are just. <laughs> hope it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> Please save hope. Please save. <laughs> we need more people. Yeah. Kill them all! And then she'll roll her save for her turn. You cowards. 11. <laughs> you are still stunned. All right. Oh, that's a nice little drawing there. Um, okay, so uh, Nash, it is your turn. Why does it feel like just Stanley and I are? Because the other that's, two are stunned. What's by the... going on? That's literally the situation. I know. It's a Nash adventure day. That's it. The, yeah. mo the mind flare ulted on the entire party and caught two of them in a huge stun. There, it is only the two of you left this until is they rough. can save. Um. All right. There are one, two, three, four, five, six riflemen alive remaining. All right. I'm going to... Uh, two are very close to death. I don't know if you have any AoEs. But... Yeah, well, these two here uh, up top have 10... Uh, sorry, we took 12 damage <laughs> from your fireball. I'm you didn't hear anything, John. I could do another fireball. What? I, I said nothing. There is nothing behind the captain. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you said. Do not look here. I, I have um, no idea how many hit points they have. This is for authorized personnel only. 40 foot high cylinder, 20 foot radius. Okay, I'm going to do, um, do an ice storm on those two chuckleheads. Uh, what? Ice storm. 
Level four. Ice storm. I think you said an ice storm. <laughs> no, ice <laughs> Don't storm. Don't know what that is. Yeah, a storm of eyes. <laughs> okay, uh, storm of ice. Got storm it. of ice. It is a hail of rock hard ice pounds. Sorry, ice pounds into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. I didn't read that right. Rock hail. hard ice pounds. Ice pounds. We got our show title. No, it says a hail of rock hard ice pounds to the ground in a twenty foot <laughs> radius. Exactly. <laughs> so that should that should be right on top of these boners right up here. So, um, <laughs> rock hard <laughs> <boners>. <laughs> word choices like really great today. What is what is the radius? Again? It's Sorry. a twenty foot radius. 40-foot high cylinder centered on a point within range so I can put it in the middle there. Uh, yeah, where'd you guys go? Sorry. There you go. 20-foot radius, right? Yep, right There's on top of both of them. Or, actually, can you... One, 10, tw 20 is 4 by 4 foot square. Oh, no, it's radius, so it's a... Each... Yeah, hang on. Oh, In that case, lower it, yeah. bottom guy? Yeah, lower yeah. it to the bottom guy. I'm just... Let me read your spell here. Ice Storm... 20-foot cylinder. The 40-foot high cylinder, 20-foot radius. Radius is the halfway point, right? Radius the is... Two, the yes. two-circle is the connecting. I just need to make sure. Correct. I think so. Your radius uh, is the distance between the middle and the outer ring, outer edge. Yeah, that's... Yeah, okay, perfect. I got that right. I'm sorry. I'm just not great at this. No, it's all, it's all good. Um, so now roll one, that two, down. Three, four, so <laughs> so it's, it's really large, actually. Um, so, uh, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, and it's got one more to it. Okay. Where so, am I putting it? Right there, as long as it doesn't hit me. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That doesn't going to hit no teammates. Yep. So that'll, it'll hit three people and its spell effects are, uh, as that is booming blade. Sorry. Uh, each creature in the cylinder must make a dexterity saving throw. Sounds like a creature takes 2d8 bludgeoning damage. Yep. And 4d6 gold damage. Yep. On a failed save, or it's half a, as much. It's an overkill, but I wanted to use it, so... Hail stones turn the storm's area of effect into difficult terrain until the end of your next turn. Oh, cool. It la how long does it last? Just uh, one action? Uh, one action, turn. says. Roll those damage dice. Your 2d8 bludgeoning, please. Okay, 2d8 bludgeoning per dude, right? Or just total? Oh, no, just total. No, no, just just, just total. Roll, roll your 2d8. Nope, oh, you're right. Um, 15. Okay, 15 bludgeoning. Yep. And uh, roll the other one, the... Um, what was the what other one? Cold, cold damage, cold damage. Oh, cold damage, which was... Hold on. 4d6. 46, there it is. 4d6. That would be 10. Not great. 15 bludgeoning. What? 10 cold? Yeah. There's like more dice. How did that work? Well, right. 48. Um, well, a 3, a 2, a 3, and a 2. So, it's not great. Yeah. Alright, so it's a dexterity save. You set the difficulty as 15. Okay. One, one fail. One save, one fail. Two saves. Yeah, you said dex 15, right? Alright, so the total amount of damage uh, with the save, dude, would be 7, and 5 is 12. That kills it kills everything in the area. Okay. So you you spring into existence a large ice storm. So hail and cold, uh, you know, glittering rock just forms and begins pelting everything in the area. 
and murders <laughs> the three lizard folk on the inside as they don't understand what's happening to them. All right, sweet. I was going to yell Perfect. something like, so, uh, have a nice piece of ice. Oh, yeah, cast. But I can't yeah, think it. of it. I can't think of a good one. It's, it's too late. You already know they're dead. Yeah. The moment's gone. Sorry yeah, about that. It's okay. okay. All right. The they are gone. slain by the ice storm. <laughs> okay. Stanley, your turn. All right. I am going to uh, run on up here and get between this rifleman and Varel yeah. and do a booming blade to him. Okay. Roll the attack roll. Uh, so that, that's going to be a 17 to hit. Hits. All right. Same deal. That's going to be 11 points of damage. Okay. Uh, do you need me to split it out, or is it all even? Because some of uh, it's thunder, some of it's piercing. You can just give it to me all together for this creature. Okay. And then I will send diplomacy to the one to the south of me. Wait, he's not dead. I, I made a mistake. Sorry. You did 11 points of damage to him. Okay. Yeah. He's marked that's thunder damage. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. I'll send diplomacy down to this fellow. Yeah. And do a strike to him. Sure. Uh, that's going to be a 20 not natural to hit. Okay. And that is going to be... Uh, eight points of damage to him. Eight points of damage. All right, so you uh, booming blade this one guy, he takes damage, and he'll take thunder damage if he moves. Uh, the second uh, rifleman faces down a sword, and the sword stabs him. And he goes, ah! That's okay. And that's my turn. All right, Varel, you're up. All right. You're stunned. You're saving throw. Stunnerino! Nine. You remain stunned. <laughs> All right, <laughs> uh, it's a pretty big. It's a pretty big ability you guys got hit with. Riflemen turn around and they see you. Um, these two they now face you down as a threat, uh, Stanley, and they open uh, to fire at you. Unfortunately, you are standing between Varel and the gun, so you're actually going to take the bullet because it can't redirect around you. So here comes no. A that's shot. fine. Is he at disadvantage because he's in melee range with range? Uh, what is the rule on that? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, I think so. Eh? Yeah, it would be the case. That's that is what we do. Um, those are folk. Uh, has to beat a sixteen. Yeah. So will he beat a? It was a disadvantage. He rolled fifteen. Um, that doesn't hit you. Alright, so the, the shot the, 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 the pulse shots shoot wide. Boof, 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 and then they redirect to Varel. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he absorbs them but takes no damage as uh, as the attack roll was fairly weak to begin with. Um, the other the other rifleman does have a line of sight on you as well, it goes to attack, but these can be magnetized towards Varel, and so they've hit Varel with advantage. Um, let's see. That is 18, so yes. Uh, you take a further 19 points of damage, Mr. Sponge. Oh. Wait, that's reduced down in half, though, right? Yeah, it's reduced in half, okay. yeah, to, to 9. nine. Yeah, 30 hit points. Oh, yeah. you're doing fine. You're good. That's all we need another take. Just stand there and take all the damage. You're yeah. doing I mean, that's, that's <laughs> like <laughs> me after I get hit once, so that's fine. All right, um... 
that's the rifleman there. There's no other rifleman left. Oh, there is one. And, and he's going to poke his head out and take a shot at Nash, who just fried or froze a bunch of the other enemies. Um, it's a miss. Uh, so he laser lights, uh, Scott, fire around you as the ground beneath your feet just goes. Bish, bish, bish. Okay. Lasers shoot up. Um, now it's Nash, or Hope, it's your turn. Sorry. Hope. Yeah, it's Hope. Oh, Hope's just screaming profanities in the corner. Oh. That's her turn, and she'll make oh, her save. No. It's an eight. She's going to curse even louder. It's a great episode for Hope. Infernal. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, really? But this is what I'm cool doing? But it's a cool pose. Yeah, least. okay. You know, like, squatted down, gun arm out, pale, oh, yeah. cool curl. Like, uh... Hope had a very important <laughs> role. She ended the mind control. There we go. Yeah, and that, that, was is, it? that was a big deal. Uh, that That's true. That is a big Job deal. Job well done. That's a big deal. Good, good call. Yeah, good call. <laughs> Nash, your your turn. Okay, uh, this guy. Three riflemen remain, and the rest of the guys in the uh, locked in the room. Wait, but where's the th- oh the thirds down here? Okay, I missed him completely for some reason. All right, I want to take. Uh, I want to finish That's this. Try to finish this guy off up here. This rifleman above okay. Stanley, and I will do that with sure. a can trip. Fireball? Uh, uh, fireball bolt. Sorry, bolt. <laughs> fireball. Not ball. Bolt. Um, actually, fireball. you know what? I'm sorry. I take that back. Let me do... That's uh, still more damage. You know what? Let's do firebolt. That's fine. Okay. I want to try Ray of Frost, but it's not a good place for it. Um, I'm going full, like, every mage ability there is. I'm freaking loving Who's it. When did that stop you? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, it would work. It's just less damage on the dice. Remember Super. last week when you were like, I want to cast a minor illusion of, oh! <laughs> <laughs> I like using my new shit. All right. Um, I'm just I'm just teasing you for fun. I know. Sorry. All right. No, you're fine. Uh, our number is, for this roll, 14. For hit. Nope. It's a miss. Shit balls. <laughs> Not a fireball. <laughs> Okay. Um, Are guess... you adding your modifier to your roll? What'd you, what'd well, you roll? What is my caster modifier for that? What oh should, my god! Is that I why you're using? not adding? What should I be? Oh, plus four. So, Shit. Like, oh, pl- I'm sorry. Yeah. Plus seven for spell attacks. Sorry. Hold on How a second. How long has this been going on, Scott? A, lo- a long time. I I used to do it. The I forgot all about betrayal. it. <laughs> I forgot. Scott's all like of... sorcerers suck, man. This fireball like constantly misses. Can't got, hit meanwhile, it got plus seven. Okay, so that's attack. actually what did I say? 15? The lowest you can roll is eight, then in theory. I mean, if you roll a one, it's an auto fail. So if you roll an, an a two plus seven, your lowest roll is a nine. It's very it'd be very rare for you in this case to actually miss. Well, I, right, I, so I cleared hit, it. What, what was it? A fifteen? That I told you before. Did I say fifteen? Bo, do you remember? It's two. 2d10 currently. No, I know. Oh, you're saying I hit, is what you're saying. I'm sorry. You okay. said you rolled 14. Yeah, and you said I missed, but then... Oh, because then, then we just add seven, the 7. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 21, so you're hit. All right. Sorry. Uh, what was it? D4. 2d10. 2D okay, here we go. Oh, that's a miss. Oh, that's a miss. That will be... Ugh. 5. One of them's a 0. Ha- oh, 2 and 3. Yeah. Well, no, 3 and 0. <laughs> How did that happen? Wait, what did I say? What did I say? You said five. I'm sorry. It's three. It's right here. I don't know why I said five. 
It's three. Let's see, show it. I, it's, I can't see that. It's a three it's and a zero. Three and a zero. Left. So zero means ten. Oh, there we go. There's no zero on a one d ten. It's a, it's a ten. Oh That's shit! 13. I'm not thinking. Thirteen. Take that, you <laughs> shitty lizard. Thirteen. <laughs> All right, thirteen points of damage. Uh, you annihilate it completely as you fire the fireball with anger and frustration. You try to shoot it, and it's like, and you look at your hand, and it doesn't go. And you're like, what? And you're like, what? And then you're like, ah! And then finally, you fire it out, and it's like a snowball except made of fire, and it hits the <laughs> hits the lizard folk on the head and kills him instantly. Yeah, he should be dead. I should have used it journey. on this guy. It was a real journey for <laughs> a real for a real journey. Yeah. All right, um, Stanley, it's your turn. Okay, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna move down to this lizard folk uh, and send diplomacy over to this lizard folk and do a repeat of last turn. So first, okay. uh, booming blade to this fellow. That's going to be a 14 to hit on him. Okay. And a 14 that, to hit. Yeah. Miss. Ah, crud. Okay. Well, diplomacy will attack the other guy. That will be a. That'll be a seventeen to hit. To hit. And that'll be eight damage to him. Eight damage to him. Okay. Perfect. So the sword sinks in, slicing at him, causing him damage. Uh, Varel, your turn. Unless there's anything else from Stanley. Uh, nope. That's it for me. All right. So we're coming close to the f end of the full effect. It's six rounds, I believe. One minute. Oh no, wait, one minute. Six seconds around. That's ten rounds. We're nowhere yeah, near. You yeah. better save. <laughs> Seven. Alright. Hope. <laughs> oh, wait. Not, not your turn yet. The rifleman's turn. There's two riflemen remaining. Uh, the one in front of you, Stanley, attempts to shoot you with disadvantage with the pulse rifle that he has. Uh, five is the low roll, so it misses and then magnetizes towards Varel with advantage. He takes a hit. Uh, nine in half is four points of damage to you, Varel. Alright. And the second one attempts to, again, shoot at Nash. Why did I keep marking these as dead when they're not dead, Bo? Jeez. Uh, oh, wait, it's not with advantage. I need to start that over. That's just a normal attack. I'm sure we would have said something. Two. It misses you. Again, three more uh, pulse rifle, rifle blast fire, and Nash, you're just like, whoa. You dodge <laughs> out of the way of three shots. Um, okay, uh, now Hope, you may make your save. Alright. Just for clarity's sake, after that last diplomacy attack, it flew back to my hand. So, oh, okay. I moved it. I moved it under sure. Stanley, just to be clear. A six. What was the roll? A six. Alright. Um, <laughs> Nash, your turn. Oh, shit. Let's see if I can roll another zero. Do you guys have any healing vapors or smelling salts? <laughs> <laughs> I was, I've been trying to look to see if I have have anything that cures it. I don't think I do. Um, I am going to... You guys have never been stunned like this before, I think. Ever. No. We were petrified. Yeah, we've been petrified, so... Yeah, that's true. I mean, technically, would it's a magical effect, right? So I could dispel magic on it, right? Um, It's not a magical effect. Okay. Uh, you're stunned. It's not a magical effect. The magic took its course and stunned. Magic them. happened. What happened, happened. It was okay, a yeah. it was a psychic mind blast, like me. 
Yeah, I don't have anything that can that can do it. I can give him advantage on charm or frightened. All right. Well, Nash. Uh, rifleman that's right below John. I'm gonna do another fire bolt at him. All right, fire bolt him. This time with the proper plus seven. Uh, that is the D10s up. Hold on. There we go. That is a eleven. An eleven? Yeah, I rolled a four. That's a miss. Did you add your plus seven? I sure did. Four plus seven equals eleven. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything else you want to do? No, I missed. I'm Stanley. Kidding. Your turn. There's totally something I can do to help, and I'm gonna do it. But first, I'm gonna attack this guy right in front of me with a booming blade. This time with yep. diplomacy. Okay. So, uh, that's going to be eighteen plus seven to hit. I'm gonna assume that hits. It sure does. Uh, 16 points of damage to him. All right, you kill him. He's so done. With the, booming, with the booming blade, he just... And his body reverberates, hits the wall, and slumps over dead. Uh, and then I am going to turn to Varel, and I am going to uh, say to him, Listen, buddy, we're doing all right, but uh, truly we need the mighty Varel by our side and give him inspiration. He has a D8 that he can add to his saving throw. Yeah, that works. Awesome. Oh, does it work? I think so. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, ability one. check, attack roll, or saving throw. Cool. Uh, but does his status prevent him from doing that? I don't think so, right? He doesn't have to use an action, I guess is what I'm asking. No. Oh, okay. yeah, it's a save at the end of the turn, not a saving throw. But a recovery. Oh, I see what it's, you're saying. It still counts as a it still counts as a saving throw. Okay, it does. Yes, okay. It counts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a saving throw. Hey, it only took the entire round to remember the key feature of a bard. That Just I incapacitated, use can't take actions or reactions, and stunned. Uh, can't move, can't speak. Automatically fails strength and dex. Yeah, nothing about not using inspiration here, so I think it passes. And then the... I'll I'll move right in front of this guy and uh Oh, he's been peeking around a wall, right? Yeah. There's a wall. Okay. Yeah, I'll stand a, right there. Stand there. Okay. Okay, that's it. All that's right. my turn. Rel, make your save. Alright. Plus D eight. Do it. Seven. <laughs> oh my god. Really? Alright. The rifleman turns to you. Turns, uh, continues frustratingly firing at Nash. Uh, let's see here. Am I still doing? Wait, doesn't he have shot. to fire through me to get to Nash? No, Nash is here and he's there. I'm doing. Oh, I was I was trying to stand in front of him. I thought there was a wall right here. No, no, he's been shooting Nash from there the whole time. Oh, okay. But there, there's All crumbling right. ground. That's why you can't stand there. Oh, okay. Crumbling. I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, this time you take um, 21 points of damage. Who does? Scott. Scott. Shit balls. And he raises up the gun. real quiet and with determination. Choo, 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 to get hit with all three shots. 21 points they... of damage. Yep. Eesh. Okay. You eat phaser fire. And then it is your turn, Hope, to make your saving throw. There will, there will be saving throws. It's an eight. 
Oh wow, man, this is this is a, there's no like luck or anything. Like you just can't. No one's like. All right, <laughs> Nash, your turn. Oh man. All right. How many rolls has that been? That's been like ten saving throws collectively on on the. Well, I was gonna yeah. say nobody's hitting anything at the moment. All right, I'm I have glad a... you killed the mind flayer. This would have really turned the fight around. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is pretty rough. Glad Do everyone I... was on the same page for that one. Do I have the same line of sight on this dude by Stanley that that he does you on do. me? Nobody's moved. You guys are. It's like the naked gun shootout. You guys are like ten feet away from each other. <laughs> nobody's dodging or moving, and you're just pew 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 pew. pew. All right, uh, firebolt again. This time. Toward at him, by the way. Yeah. Uh, that's a let's see, uh, twenty-two, not natural. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that finally, all right, and then uh, what was it? Two d eight. Or no, forty-six. <laughs> what is the hell is it? I always forget. Firebolt. Two d ten. Okay, here you come. Ready? I know what a zero is now. Uh, that would be a total, a total of eleven points. <laughs> All right, 11 points of damage. Uh, describe how you kill him. Um, I look him in his beady lizard eye, and I conjure up fire in my hand, and as I throw it to him, I say, uh, you're a piece of shit, and then I throw it really hard. <laughs> Got him! It's <laughs> him square. It's him square in the chest and enters into his it's body, and he clutches his chest and goes ah and falls over. Okay, dead. I Sweet. thought I was the hero. Uh. <laughs> Congratulations on surviving combat. Combat is now over. Yes. And uh, within very shortly, Hope and Varel will recover their senses. You were uh, amidst a pile of bodies and debris and leftover spell effects uh, throughout the room. You can hear inside <coughs> where you trapped the seven or so lizard folk in that hallway. The banging stops suddenly. Mm. Watch the ground for worms. Suddenly. They were banging to get out like hitting their weapons on the walls trying to get out. Yeah. And as you clear the room of all assailants, including the Mind Flayer, the sound stops. But no... Hmm, not slower or fewer, but literally just stops. Just uh, stops immediately. I find that concerning. Like how oh, an Evil Dead when things suddenly stop. Yeah, I don't like that. And I'm now going to just you know, hide the area because you don't have any sight inside shit they're gonna become lizard Voltron in there and we're all dead (laughs) leave it it shut um yeah we're not opening that in fact I'm gonna be the suddenness of uh, I'll say that was too sudden that happened too fast we need to pour this up something's wrong and I'll uh start moving earth to reinforce the the front and sides and whatever of this if we have time that's bad i mean you're not currently under attack so you have time i think we should definitely take at least a a short amount of time to recover that was a very intense fight and if there's more below it's only going to get harder from here this lizard dispenser is i I don't trust it though we've got to shore this up before we decide before we rest, otherwise I worry. 
I mean, definitely do it. I can also make sure that we have the hut to retreat into while oh, we use that time. All right. Hope we'll go around to the bodies and look so for worms and kill re any. Reinforce it with bricks. Yeah, reinforce it with some stone and. Okay, so you don't see any stuff. worms around. Okay. Uh, the, the bodies, but um, you do a cursory glance uh, around the floor, and you do find three or four worms just traversing the ground. Okay. Just I'll, randomly. Uh, throughout the them. throughout the you gotta crush them. Okay. You crush them as you find them, but you do spot three or four worms. Yeah. I'm gonna move up to this corner and start the ritual for Tiny Hut. Okay. I would like to inspect the Christopher Lloyd pile on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the Christopher Lloyd pile. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the discarded skin, the flattened flat yeah. boy. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yep. All right. <laughs> so, I mean, as you inspect it, uh, do a survival roll. Uh, I'm not just for a, a general. Nice Roger Rabbit knowledge. deep cut. Well done. <laughs> Fourteen. You inspect it. There's um some weird fabric. Uh, you're not quite sure what the make of the material is in the pile. It's completely soaked in the oil of whatever ooze exists inside this being. The rest of it is skin. It's kind of leathery and resilient. Some kind of genetic, like organic material that is just new and strange to you. There's nothing in there, though, apart from oil and skin. Hmm. The fabric you mentioned. What it was wearing, yes. Oh, okay. So not wearing a a cowl. There's nothing... It's completely soaked uh, with oily... It's oil. Gotcha. I don't know if you touch anything or not. That's No, no, I'm not touching anything. I'm only giving you information what you learned from visually sort of inspecting it and looking at it. Interesting. Alright, I'll go uh, guard Nash while he makes his Minecraft rounds. Okay. So are you blocking all the entrances? Like Yes, every possible way to get into this tube and then reinforcing any walls that were even already there. Yeah, just like you're doing. So I'm I'm just copy pasting the save tile over and over again around it. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what we want. <coughs> Cause then there's still hope. plenty of space to get through if we needed to get through for some reason, but what does Hope want to do, sorry? Um she'll be over by Stanley. Um watching. Making sure no worms, because it's a ten-minute ritual, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Are you gonna guard him from any worms? Yeah. Okay. Um, no worms come close to Stanley, but you do happen to notice a worm across the room. So you end up killing one. They seem to be around. Okay. All right. So it takes a minute to cast a tiny hut. Uh, yeah, for the ritual, it's, uh, it's what, five, ten minutes for ritual casting? Okay. And how, sorry, do you know what the size of the hut is? I do. Uh, well, it, it looks like it's a ten-foot sphere. Okay, so it's ten feet. All right, there, there's your tiny hut. And yet, I mean, I think it technically is bigger than that because it says it fits uh, nine creatures of medium size or smaller. So, okay. 
Yeah, then it would have to be that big. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And the tiny hut now appears <laughs> like, in a small little room. This is a nice hut, man. It's just a tile. I found some random <laughs> I know. picture. It looks, looks great, though. I like it a lot. <laughs> I didn't see it, though, man. That's amazing. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Bo, that's good. It's not what it looks like. It's just a it's just the tile that represents where the hut is. Oh, that's a For our audio listeners, it just looks like an actual hut from It's a photo, it's a 2D photo of a hut just laying there like <laughs> It's great. All right, you make a tiny hut. Truly the so... magicalist of huts. I love it. I think we should take a short rest and then continue once we've recovered some of our health. Okay, so one of the things that you notice as you go to um, take your short rest is at the end of the hallway, there's a set of stairs circling around a large area, and you see the glow. There was a light from the heavens that was shining down into Caravalon from the exterior, and you see that it actually descends and is present in that circular stairwell down at the end of the hall, and it does shed light into a small amount into the room. Now, we are getting close to time, so I don't know if you want to investigate it or end on taking your rest in the tiny hut. How long of a rest are we doing? I mean, you can't do a full eight because you just had one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that's it's right. Like, it's like 30 minutes. It's just to get the people who are hurt topped off. No. Um, I don't know. It's up to you guys. I'm casting the hut, so if somebody wants to investigate it, go for it. I like rest. Yeah, I like rest. <laughs> I'm not going it was pretty brutal. I almost got you guys. <laughs> that was pretty rough. Stanley hadn't ruined everything by killing the mind player. All right. So is that uh, we got the huts? Does anyone want to do anything this week uh, in this room or continue on? Because we are getting close to time. So it might be good to just call it there. I think we're probably good. I, I mean, Unless you guys want to keep playing a little longer, we can do that. Anything else? I, mean, is, uh, I really want no us to check out the light because I can say I heal and then go check out the light. Hmm. I mean, it's a short rest. It doesn't take long. We can at least one hour. I'm mainly asking rest. Scott because sometimes he has a heart out. That's why. I'm... Oh, I don't. We just have our bonus show today, is all. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I mean, we can do a. Um, if we want to do like a thing, we can. I mean, if we yeah, want to go, we started a little late. We can press on a little more. Yeah, we can, we can go. Let's let's do that. Let's take our short rest and then let's investigate the pillar or you know whatever we want to do after we rest. rest. Okay, All right. perfect. Short rest. Use them hit so, die. Use your hit dice to recover hit points as needed. Oh oh wait, I'm gonna use song of rest, <laughs> an ability I've only used one time and constantly forget about. Yeah, use that. Uh, which, Bo, I believe the one time we talked about it, Stanley gets to give a speech instead of a song. And Yes, uh, you, as an orator, so, you can orate uh, in lieu of songing. So as we gather, I'm going to just commend my companions on a uh, good fight and a good strategy. Even Nash is a good strategy. Make them all feel good. And let's see... Uh, Regain hit points at the end of the short rest by spending one or more hit dice. Each of those creatures regains an extra 1d6 hit points. So every, uh, so you get to roll an extra 1d6 as you're using your hit dice, basically. For each hit dice or the total? Um, let me see. Yeah, each, uh, oh, sorry. 
You regain hit points mm. at the end of the short rest by spending one or more hit dice. Each of those creatures an extra. Yeah, it's only one. No, you extra just D6. get you get an extra one d six. One extra okay. one d six. I remembered. I'm not going to get any more tweets or emails about it. <laughs> I did. I did it. You've been getting messages like, "Hey, song of rest, buddy." <laughs> yeah, let's let me let me tell you about song of rest. It's pretty good. I've been studying your sheet. And I see. There's a song of rest on My understanding is bards have song of rest. No, I mean, you were quick to laugh at Nash. Hmm. <laughs> I know, I know. The amount of D&D players we're costing the world this day is significant. All right, so everyone taking care of their rest business? Pretty yep. amazing. I gotta spend everything. Oh, to get back up? Yeah, all the dice. All the dice arenas. And we're only at 77. Hmm. Out of the 93. That was on top of the 136 hit points the T-Rex had. How much damage do you take? About 200 damage? Oh my gosh, yeah. really? I mean, I mean, if we're not countering, counting the uh, resistance the once discounts? I was Morel. It was like two to 300 damage. Yeah. Uh, Blizzard, we need, a, we need it on our stat screen at the end of combat. Well, we, we seeing Varel <laughs> still tanking. not... Uh, see, seeing Varel still not 100% as it ends, I will cast Cure Wounds on him. Uh, off of the how much does your cure wounds do? 1d8. It's just another d8. It's 5. You get 5 extra hit points. Yeah, right. The healing's really outscaled now for his hit pool though. Um, how much? You have how many hit points max? 78? I've got 93. 93. So your 1d8 is potentially like a 2% heal. Like it's really small now. Uh, as mm -hmm. level eight. Yeah. yeah. Just helping him a little Seven bit. Yeah. yeah. No, it wasn't a criticism. I was just saying that his pool is getting at a range of a small heal at that level. Okay, um, man. Anything else anyone wants to do All in right. a short rest? I think it's time right. to check out the light. Yeah. Okay, so Hope uh, has been really wanting to do this, uh, so she's first. She's first out of the hut and down out towards the light. Now, as you approach the light, you you hear, you feel a, some heat emanating from that direction. And looking at it, it's very bright. It won't blind you by looking at it, but it does make you need to look away periodically. And you hear a... And as you get closer and closer to the, the, the light, you can feel... There's a, a strange feeling in your body as you get closer to it, and you stop as it begins to make you feel uneasy. What do you do? Can you peek into it to kind of see if there's any ground underneath? Um, okay. Yeah, you Perception check, please. Nineteen. So you look down and you look up and up you see there's a tower and you can see the sky from here. So the stairwell leads to the exterior. And you see the sky, the light descends down, and then you look down and into the ground, you see that this light is penetrating through the ground to somewhere beneath. It doesn't break the ground there. It, see, it looks like the, line is sh the light is shining in this spot, but you, the, the, the eddies and, and bits of like waves you can see sort of sink into the ground, and it gives you a hint that 
wherever this light is traversing to from the sky doesn't end where you're looking. It goes further beneath. Can we check a body into it? One of the lizard folk. I would caution this. We have already upset the entire floor we're on by revealing ourselves. Throwing a body downstairs. If it goes for a while, would then alert no. those Sorry, this, the, the stairwell goes up. Oh. Oh, we want to just throw a body into the thing before. The light, yeah. yeah. What if the body floats or explodes? <laughs> then Same thing I was talking about, but in reverse. <laughs> from floating and yes, exploding. but it would go and then fly up there and then fatty mick then we send the mind flayer as a message I like that I'm a fan of that alright let's throw him I agree up alright Varel should do it we'll look at Varel he's, <laughs> he's big and these are his people do not shame me for my precautions, and I'll go over and grab one of the pulse rifles and use it as a stick to lift the skin kite left over. You so you're taking a pulse rifle to use it as a stick. <laughs> yeah. To lift it up like you know, by its stomach or something and then Yeah, you know, like 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 laundry. Like, you know, you this the will big... require a strength check as well as a dexterity <laughs> check for the balancing okay. of it. Blanket. Ew, guns, our group says. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, strength. 21. No. Uh -huh. Dexterity. 13. Okay, so you go to pick up the pulse rifle. And the pulse rifle is a heavy piece of machinery. It's thick and chunky with large chrome pieces on it. Very high-tech, sophisticated machinery looking. Uh, it's very long, so you pull, uh, you pick up the rifle, and you are able to use it to slide underneath the lizard folk and go, Ugh! and pick up the lizard folk corpse uh, with it in the stomach. And because it's the lizard folk's quite heavy, it sort of settles in a little bit. You get the impression probably it's going to start Oh, no, the, the, uh, the Mind Flayer skin. Is what I want oh, to do. the mind flare. That's, that's why I'm yeah. using it like laundry, like a big old uh, like pitchfork. But I oh, don't okay. Have well, you pick, so there's no body to pick up there. It's a puddle with skin. Like you want to pick up the skin? Yeah, yeah, like his empty shell. You know? Is it yeah. Okay. So okay, you pick up a little empty shell. <laughs> got a little em little empty head and the little empty uh, tentacles. You pick it up along with the clothes because it still has the clothes mixed in with it. You pick it up and it drips. <laughs> like dripping oil at, uh, of its blood as you move it towards the light. And you throw it in? I accept zero responsibility if this light is evil, <laughs> reanimates this beast, and he attacks us. Magic uh, men, this would be your responsibility. <laughs> you should know what happens here. Well, I'm sorry, Varel, this is new territory to me, but, uh, yeah, it seems fine. I merely suggest in the future, perhaps Arcane 
books you've read should be better experimentation than throwing bodies. Noted. Is he saying put a book in there? <laughs> no, Nash. He's saying maybe look into our arcane knowledge <laughs> and oh, see if oh. we can identify the purpose of this portal. Alright, here's what I want to do actually. Can I do it? Before uh, Varel, allow me <laughs> to do an arcana check. I'd like to see now too. Now it's a skill I'm not good at, but uh, he's just throwing it out there as a possibility for one of us, maybe. Uh, you, you wish to examine the light? Yep, I'd like to examine it, see what I can feel coming off of it. I don't want to touch it. Sure. Um, that's this, that's what the skin of the freaking uh, octopus man's for. So, ooh, that would be a twenty-six, not natural. Ooh. All right, you peer at it and you learn the following: it is definitely a source of magical energy. It's of a magical intensity that you've never seen or witnessed before. You're uncertain what it is but it's the strongest source of magical energy you've ever encountered. And do I, am I frightened by it? Is it, does it seem like bad or do I not have the ability to discern that? Considering the magical energy you've seen and used annihilate individuals and that this appears to be something stronger, it definitely um, encourages caution, but you don't know what it does or what it's for. All right. I'll relay that to the, to Varel in particular and the group at large. I have blue tongue again. Then perhaps a non-magical corpse would be preferred. And I'll lower down the, the gun with the skin sack on it. Hope's gonna find a rock on the ground and chuck it in. <laughs> You're just gonna go ahead and just chuck it in? All right. Yeah. All right. And with impatience, dexterity roll, please. Hope's sick, hope sick of all this waiting around. <laughs> Eleven. All right, you fire the rock in, and it disintegrates. It just goes, lights up bright white, and just disintegrates into nothing. No. Seems like we're not going in there. Seems. But that was inorganic matter. We still need to try something organic. Curiously, the floor is still intact. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Oh, oh, yeah, the beam is on the floor. Gotcha. Okay, uh, I will grab one of the lizard folk and drag him and then give him a Mario Bowser into the business. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so did we throw the Mind Flayer in there yet? Or no, no, I did not want to put the skin in the thing because it's magical and I'm, it's going to reconstitute or something. Okay, yeah. all right, so you, you Bowser, the uh, you Mario Bowser, the corpse, and you spin around in a circle and fling it into it. And as, as it flies in, I make a strength roll. Let's see how good you did. Uh, not the best. Nine. Okay. Um, it's not the greatest throw. It, you know, knocks... Uh, if anyone's standing in the way, it's going to... The arms and limbs are going to knock them. Not do any damage, but just bash them in the face as it goes through. And then uh, as soon as it hits the light... Something strange happens. Its limbs and body appear to contort in ways that you not thought possible, like into spirals. So its leg turns into a spiral, and its arms turn into a spiral, and its head grows really big with the eyeball corpses. And then it gets flayed into 15 different slices, and you can see all the guts and corpse inside. 
and then it lights up white and disintegrates. All right, well, don't go into the beam of light is what we've learned here today. <laughs> Do we have any other instruments or any anything we could test it with, to poke it with, to... Uh... I mean, we've. Uh, what? How much more poking and prodding do you feel needs to be done? It's disintegrating everything that goes into it. Feels important, though. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but it doesn't mean we need to keep poking it here. Nash, dig a hole next to it. And then, and then what? To what end? Uh, maybe underneath. The light is is coming from underneath. Oh. Yeah, but I would. How would we know if I can't cut into it? And do I dare? No, no, next to it, like, like right where I'm standing, right here, and Hope will pound the ground with her foot. Uh, near the light. Uh huh. All right. As you go to put your foot near the light, it turns into a spiral. Whoa! Right. I pull my foot back. And as you pull it back, it returns to normal, but your leg feels kind of numb and there's a, there's a throbbing in your leg. Don't touch the light. <laughs> it appears to me. Have, have you, any, didn't touch, you didn't touch the light, but as you got into proximity of the energy, it okay. changed your corporeal form. It's like a duck so, penis. Uh, like a duck penis. You, you ever seen one of those? What's a duck? It's a small. Oh yeah, we don't have those anymore. But they're a small uh, animal that used to be used to thrive here. But not uh, where I expected this to go. <laughs> but they have a little corkscrew wiener for reproduction, and it looked like that's what your leg turned into. I've seen books. <laughs> really worried. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Uh, all right. How about do you what force them together? Uh, who? By twisting both ducks. I don't actually know. How, I, I always, I always felt like the female duck is either in great pain. You know, we just spent an hour <laughs> in a hut where this would have been fantastic conversation to pass the time, and you all were dead quiet. Uh-huh. Now we have business to attend to, and we're talking about ducks. I have a better idea. What if I remove Earth from underneath the beam to see if it keeps going or is coming up? I don't know. I don't know how to do this. If we do it just adjacent to it, like Hope was suggesting, it doesn't really tell us anything unless we cut into where the shaft has landed. Well, I think wherever the light is either coming from or going is where we're needing to head. And clearly, if we get anywhere near this beam, it's doing all sorts of crazy things. So I'm not entirely sure we can use those stairs, which only leaves one way out of it. How did the lizard folk get down? I mean, they must have been able to cross near it. Uh, the stairwell circles around the outside of the light. Okay, so the you could theoretically be on the stairs and not so close that it spirals you like what happened to Hope. Yeah. I mean, you think. You haven't actually gone up the stairs. But you make that conclusion based on the fact that the lizard folks seemed okay. Well, one of them sure didn't when we put him in the light. 
Yeah, he's gone. I better delete him off the map, by the way. I thought I would. I thought we were going down. These stairs lead up. The stairs lead up. That does that not look like there's a shadow underneath the top of the stairs? No, it does. It does. Yeah. It's, it goes up. This is an up stairwell. There's no below. The light shines into the base of the stairwell, and it seems like it ends there. Except you can see eddies of laser energy enter into the floor, and you're reasonably certain that the light doesn't end where. Part of me wonders if they're trying to do the same trick to us that we've been doing to them this entire time. Maybe this staircase oh, is supposed to go lower. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. I just I just wanted to know I wasn't crazy. That's what a duck's got. Look at that. Oh, gosh, Scott. Why did you? <laughs> I put it in it looks like It looks like someone accidentally put it. You got a ribbon stuck to him or something. I know. They're horrible. <laughs> we believed you about the duck there was no doubt he po- for the for the podcast listeners scott just posted a duck penis in there yeah chat. they're they're for real man they're so weird like little pigtails down there all right i have to hide that i just can't stop looking at it yeah I'll, i can delete it now <laughs> no no it's okay i leave it there all right it's just, okay. it's just nature it's normal the history just... the history of our show yeah. captured in yep. this <laughs> Alright, hopeful roll of perception for checking the walls to see if maybe there's a switch that'll release a secret stairwell. Okay, investigation. Uh, There we are, Uh, 17. Okay, you do um, a thorough sort of check around the walls of the base of the stairwell. This is a column with the stairwell circling along the outside of the wall with the laser light shooting into the middle. Uh, You search the bottom area and don't find any loose bricks, stones, or any, you know, false areas that would conceal a switch. I wonder if I mold... What if you remove the earth right at the base of the stairs? could try that. I wonder if a clump of, of, of stone and dirt would curve upward and create a natural staircase. I shifted one in there. I mean, let's remove this first and see what happens. Yeah, let's try your idea first. All right, so I'll do that. So you're removing some of the uh, dirt at the base of the stairwell and putting it in the laser? Um, I mean, I guess I don't have a choice, right? It's going to back out through it, so I can't... You can do whatever you want. (laughs) I just want to know what you're doing. Yeah, I'll... um... I'll try to displace it, like pull it through and put it over by us somewhere. Um, wait. You're okay, so now you're pulling ground from under the laser to you. Well, wait, let me make sure I have my geography right, because is this thing shown on our map at all? Mm-hmm. Where is it? Top left. Okay. So how will this work? Oh, there it is. I was cut off. Okay. Um, I see what John's saying. So, no, I should be able to move it out. Like, okay, given what I see now, if I take uh, the earth below the st- the stairwell in that mm-hmm. area right there, whoops, yes, I should be able to kind of move that out of the circle and pass where Hope is and out here somewhere, right? Or I don't even have to do it uh, at once. I can just have it stream you mean out of here? there. You mean here? I mean, like in in the circle. You want to take here, a plan? here, where where right. his yeah, right there. 
Just below okay, the I mean, staircase. And where do you want to put it? I'll just have the, all the earth stream around to, to avoid the the thing, the light. Okay. I'll have it stream around mm -hmm. and then out to here. Oops, like, nothing's working for me. Out here somewhere. Like I'll bring so it out of the room. You're digging down. Yeah. Okay. How far do you want? Now do you want to dig? Um, let's start small and go ten feet. Okay. As you begin to cast uh, your spell to move the earth. You feel that your spell um, doesn't do anything. As you sort of raise up your hands and go to move it, something something seems to be fighting back against you, and and you're unable to make any earth move where you want it to. I'll turn my head, struggling, and say, it feels like it's fighting against me, and I'm not able to do what I want it to do. The rest of the party, you can see the stones lift and then fall back into place as if gravity was a thousand times its strength. Well, it seems like we have no other direction to go but up at this point. Can I lead the way, Varel? Very well. And I'll hug the wall and start making my way to the stairs. Okay. All right. So there'll be a map transition in just a second. All right. Let's see here. Uh, just we're just doing some some. It's like the computer loading screen. This is Anthem. Um. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know if we have time for that. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I'll see you guys in a half an hour, I guess. No, no, not that long. Burn! Uh, sick burn! Oh. Take that anthem. Hit it while it's down. Yep. <laughs> okay. All right. So we're going to do the map transition. Here we go. As you make your... Uh, everyone ascends the stairs, the laser light in the middle. Uh, they do so carefully um, to not, you know, hit any of the... Um... Why can't I... Oh, sorry. You ascend the stairs carefully in order to not hit any of the light. And after a quick minute, uh, you make your way to the top of the stairwell and find that you are in uh, in here, basically. And the stairs would end here. And you're now, uh, as you make your way up the stairs, sorry, it's open, so the rain begins beating down upon you, and you make your way back outside of Caravalon, this time atop a spire uh, at the back of the keep. The sky is gray, you're... <laughs> nighttime, and from this advantage all around, you can see the forest of eyeballs spread out in every direction. The courtyard below is empty. Hmm. I guess there's more than meets the eye downstairs. And from this vantage point, you can see the laser light reaching high up into the sky. You know that this spire here is where the light is descending into, and then it descends down into the dungeon floor where you were. Judging by the fact that you no longer see lizard folk perched on the ramparts here, the forces you fought downstairs were the ones guarding the surface and came downstairs, uh, attracted by your fight, likely with the Bonemaster. Well, there must be something that we missed down there, so... I don't know, we either explore up here or we head back down and see if there's something we missed. 
think it's downstairs. Maybe we can we can dig under further away. All right, loading screen again. Okay, let's bring it back <laughs> down to the care one dungeon. Uh, the hut's gone, by the way. As soon as we stepped out, it's gone. Oh. Okay. All right. It's quiet below. You don't hear any noises from the lizard folk you trapped inside of your trap. And uh, apart from the light going boom, 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 you don't hear anything else. But one of the things you do notice um, as you're making your way back downstairs, especially you, Hope. Hope you notice uh, on the other side of the stairwell through the laser light, you see on the wall like worms crawling up, you know, three or four worms crawling up the spire. Up the li- the light? Just on the wall opposite. Oh, Not okay. on the light, just on the walls. Okay. I'll watch them. These little black worms, and they make their bodies like this, and they go... Up the wall. They just go up and over? They slowly make their way. They're not fast. They're I'll just start to follow them. Uh, well, you go back up to the top of the stairs. Okay. I'll just keep watching them. You follow them. Yeah. Okay. As uh, Varel, Stanley, and Nash, you make your way down back down to the bottom, uh, you notice from the light that there are worms, uh, one or two, crawling towards the laser light. All right. Just watch it. It's a thing of interest, I guess. Yeah, I'm inclined okay. to see what happens when they do. You watch them and they make their way into the room and then they find a wall and they crawl up the wall. None are walking into the shaft? No. Okay. Alright, well, I'm open to ideas. There was another set of stairs back uh, in the other room where we came in, but I assume that led up to the surface as well. We technically have not gone up that way. Were there? Yeah, uh, down here. That's just from one floor to the other. doesn't go anywhere. Oh, that's right. That's what it was. We talked about this last week. Yeah, It was a long time ago. Stanley didn't say that. He remembered because it hasn't been two weeks for him. So then we know that this is our only way out then, right? Yeah, that's the only exit from the dungeon floor that you have seen, besides the one that you dug for yourself to get in, but you closed off. Maybe I still have some shit on. Are these just generic pedestals, nothing special about them? Just floors, yeah. I mean, you can expect expect them if you want. You can have a look at anything you like. I have a steel mirror. Wonder if what happened if we reflected the light. It's on my idea. it's on my cloak. I still have ever riding horse in a saddle we could ride into it. <laughs> um but yeah, the I only have one mirror left. We could totally I don't know what it would do for us though. It's just an idea. Light refraction might be a thing. Who's uh, who's got light swords? Anyone besides the light coming out of there? Is anyone carrying a light stone at this point? Because um, it's hard for Varel and Nash to see down here. I have one that I can. I'll make two for us if we need to, like right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, I'll do that. Toss Sweet. toss one to Varel. 
you make a, a light source and toss one, and as you light up uh, with a brighter light along the walls, uh, you actually see uh, several more worms crawling along the walls in the direction of the light. Hope's still following her worms. Okay, so you're following where they're going to or where they're coming from? Where they're going to. Okay. Well, you follow them. You've been following them up the stairwell, and then they appear to climb over the wall out into the forest. Oh, okay. Mm. So in that case, then I'll go back down and try and see where they're coming from. Okay, so you make your way back down, and now that there's light stones in, in the bottom, you can see more clearly than your dark vision allowed you uh, that there are several worms all around the general area. They don't seem to be... You've seen them violent before and aggressive. They don't seem to be violent or aggressive. But there's these little black leech-like things crawling along the walls, along the ground, um, from towards this direction over here. Okay. And they're making their way across towards the light and crawling up the light. I'll head over in that direction and mm -hmm. move the body. Okay, you move the body, and as you move the body, a couple of worms sort of fall out from it and, and, and disperse. They stay okay. here. They seem to go a little faster when the light is shined on them. They walk a little faster and they move away. And um, you're inspecting the wall behind it. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, make an investigation roll, please. Twelve. Okay. As you look at the wall, you don't find anything in the wall or any openings, but you see that there's a small gap in the floor between where the brick is and where the floor meets of the wall. And you see worms. The worms seem to be crawling out from that direction. Nash. Hmm. Look, can you dig here? Yeah. Be ready, though. There could be a lot of these back here. And I'll move some earth. All right, you begin molding earth, removing stone from in front of you and setting it aside. And what you find is that directly behind it is there's more opening, and you see... In the, it's, it goes in about five feet. It's about 20 feet wide and it digs in a little bit. And you reveal two large steel doors. They have this like yellow tape on them. And there's like this little panel off to the side. And the worms appear to be crawling through the door. And, and as you open this up, you see there's about 50 or 60 worms all along the wall. And as you shine the light on them, they scatter back into the doorway until there's none within view. So there's a large set, uh, two, looks like elevator doors closed, right? Two steel doors shut. They have handles? There are no handles. But you see a, a little strange looking panel. It has buttons on it and then a little round thing. Like a round thing made of glass. All right. Um, hope we'll start walking in. Um, someone bring a light with me. I'll pull I'll out my lantern light. and press the digitate the lantern on. Okay. It's now three sources of light in the general area. All right. Hope's going to go push the button. All right. Okay. As you go to push the button, 
Make a dexterity save, please. Oh, nice. Oh, this is great. Uh, 23. Okay, the button jump, the series of buttons jumps out at you, rah, turns into a giant mouth and clamps down. You roll the 23? Yeah. And just barely snaps, nearly snapping your fingers off. Uh, your, I assume it was your metal hand? Was it your right hand? Your left hand? No, uh, I was using your, my real hand. It's flesh hand. It was real hand. And it just goes, <laughs> ah, and it just bites you. We'll end it there. Nice. <laughs> wait, wait, it's your metal hand then. Wait. Right? It was her right hand. Oh, it was, it was her right hand. Okay. Hope was using her real hand. Oh, no. Your one fleshy hand. Uh, yeah, it almost bit your fingers off. Yeah. <laughs> this is why Stanley doesn't open things. <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed that trend. He never does. We need to start making him open things. Uh, all right. Well, there you go. We'll find out next week what that all means. Uh, because that doesn't sound good for hope or for any of us. So I hope it, uh, hope it just means that hope's okay. We'll find out next week on There Will Be Dungeons. By the way, you're sitting here listening to this going, man, this show is so good. Whoops, why is that loud? This show is so good, I really want to support it in some way. I've got good news. Head on over to uh, therewillbedungeons.com, click on our support link, and become a pod person, a patron of Dungeons. It's our little homegrown support system, lots of great rewards. You just got to sign up and show us your love. It's super easy. Uh, there will be dungeons.com where you get that. <coughs> it's huge thanks to everybody who's already done that for us. In fact, right after this, we're recording a bonus show that only people there get. I mean, you'll get it, but you get it a week late. Wouldn't you rather be Johnny on the spot, first guy in line? Or do you want to wait a whole week? I know the true answer, and so do you. Head on over to there will be dungeons.com and uh, sign up. We'd love it. Uh, I think that's going to do it for us. Oh, send your emails. They're also at the site, so you can go there for that. And you can find us all on Twitter. Find the show at There Be Dungeons. There Be Dungeons. I think that's everything. Bo, any final thoughts as our DM before we go? Nope, except uh, congratulations on killing your first Mind Slayer this week. It's very fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I hadn't even thought about that. That is absolutely true. Uh, who knows what we'll see next week? Uh, we'll figure out what this thing is eating her harm and more right here. Maybe, maybe it'll be two, two Mind Flayers. It could be. On There Will Be Dungeons. Whoops. Shit. Whoop. Uh, hello. There it is. <laughs>this show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Man, all my buttons are jacked. <laughs>